0: Si tienes ciertas afecciones crónicas como enfermedad cardíaca, asma, diabetes, y tienes 19 años o más, 52,
1: 36,
0: 42, puedes estar en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico acerca de vacunarte con Prevnar 20, vacuna conjugada antinomocósica 20 valente vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones contra 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. El efecto secundario más reportado fue dolor en el área de la inyección. Para más efectos secundarios comunes e información completa de prescripción, Llama al one o visita prevnar 20 en Español.com. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre prevnar 20.
2: What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov/careers.
3: The Jericho Network on Westwood One. The following program is presented by the Jericho Network in association with Podcast One.
4: It's not the best one. It's not the great one speaking with the juices
3: one. What do you see you know from from uh, the earlier days of wrestling from either when you were a fan uh, or or just watching it or you know when you were in the business, the biggest differences between the business then and now?
5: Believability and guys that actually sold. and I, I say all of that to, to say, that people, that people truly wanted to believe in the guys that were involved in the business then. They believed in their own characters and their own gimmicks. So everybody else around them believed it. They walked in, man. When Johnny Valentine walked in, you know, who was a great heel, old-timer, you, he thought he was the baddest guy in that arena, and he probably was. Right. He believed it, and everybody else in the arena believed it. I think that the talent today, there isn't anybody. Did you ever get to see the Sheik live? Oh, yeah. yes. Yes. Okay. People were afraid of him.
3: For mm-hmm. real, yeah. I was.
5: For real. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So was I. I. I worked with him, and I was afraid of him. <laughs> and it was, but, but that was, that's the difference. He lived that gimmick, he was the Sheik. Twenty four seven, and right. they believed it, and he made the people believe it.
3: If so you, you didn't, you, you know. You, so you mean not like Braun Strowman showing a nipple piercing on on Instagram, right? <laughs> Man,
6: <laughs> come <laughs> on, it's yeah. Please, Did
7: you see Harley? Could you see Harley? Ray? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Orgullosamente latino hasta la muerte y después worldwide latino pride the ambassadors of violence LAX K-Dog the notorious 187 homestar
8: what up though it's your boy KG Kevin Gill holding it down behind the boards for keeping it 100 with Cone we stay maintaining And we've been flying high As the flagship show On the Jericho Network On Podcast One Powerhouse podcaster And wrestling revolutionary Bruce Pritchard Makes his keeping It 100 debut Josh Matthews from Impact Wrestling Returns for the sequel The ongoing heated discussion series Continues between Disco Inferno And Ryan Satin From Pro Wrestling Sheep. Shane Helms is back to talk everything under the sun and pete gas is back talking sports but without any further ado let's throw it on over to the master of the verbal gems
3: it's conan yo man what's up welcome back to episode 38 with myself di kg what's up what's going on what up though All right, holding it down in that producer spot, our boy Joe Feeney. Boom. Hey, real quick, I want to, again, thank everybody uh, that's been joining the Patreon site. Um, Overwhelming response. You see all the extra content we've been putting in there. KG had uh, put up that, um, it's already up, right, the Matt Hardy uh, versus disco thing? Yeah, 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 Yeah. in all its video glory. Right. So, and, you know, I'm always putting up stuff from, uh, I'm trying to talk disco into video recording some of the girls and putting it up on the Patreon site. He works in the world's largest strip club and he goes, some of the girls don't like to be filmed. It's like, bro, this is good for their brand. Don't you think?
6: Yeah. Some girls don't want to be be
3: publicly... Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I could do that but I'd have to like,
9: I mean, there has to be like more, you you know, like, there has to be some interest because a lot of these girls don't want to be like, you know, I don't know. We'll see.
3: All right. Um, uh, so anyways, um, everybody that's been joining the Patreon site, we're always putting in, like when I'm in TNA or crash, I'm always putting behind the scenes stuff and interviews. So check it out. Um, and then we like to put on there all the extra content that wouldn't fit on the, on the show. Normally, sometimes you see a three hour show. I can guarantee you it could have gone four hours. And so we'll take that extra hour or whatever, and we'll put it on the Patreon site. Um, uh, thank you for everybody that's been joining that hungry uh, like a monkey on a cupcake platform that's the highest uh, platform and um, oh we've created a new automated email system to make sure you never miss a single episode all you got to do is go to podcast one slash 100 and sign up uh, we'll take care of letting you know exactly when a new show is out and what it's all about podcast one dot com 100 um, some quick shout outs to young Aztec soul for joining our Amazon using our Amazon killer deals and joining patreon uh, double play from West Portsmouth, Ohio. Uh, they uh, let me see. There's this uh, channel on YouTube called one uh, called T00T or, or Tot News. Uh, they're a game and media review show uh, from Rhett Wazon Chuck. I'm sure I butchered that. <laughs> so uh, also, man, I was out in Dallas this weekend, so I want to say shouts out to Martinez Entertainment. Um, also to Magnate's daughter, uh, Ultimate Ninja, who is um, Umberto Garza's um, uh, cousin. He's 20 years old, incredible in talent. DJ Z was there. ACH and Daga had an incredible match. Ronnie Mendoza, who's going to be going to WWE, I think, to the NXT or Cruiserweight, something like that. Uh, Aaron Solo had a great match with Garza. Leva Bates, who, and, and, uh, if you remember Disco, in a drop she did not too long ago, said she wanted to dance with you. Yeah, that was interesting. It's pretty fan right? <laughs> yes, uh, and Taylor Jett, who actually uh, hooked me up with some Iranian tobacco, appreciate the gesture. Boom. Um, what do, What do you guys got going on?
9: Kevin had a uh, interesting thing he wanted to talk about that he saw.
3: Okay. Or well, what I
8: saw on Twitter.
9: <laughs> no, you you were just we were talking about what are you, about the Southpaw Regional
8: Wrestling. Oh, that Southpaw Regional Wrestling man, I I thought that was a. Uh pretty hilarious and actually really creative did you see it disco yes I did
3: how about I... you Conan uh you already Conan... asked me off the air and I told you no <clears throat> go ahead just do the show brother <laughs> bro I, <haven't...
9: laughs> I, I, I gave it I give it a b minus didn't I didn't think it was as funny as everybody else thought it was
8: what was it called
9: it's, it's basically they're, they're doing a little little skits where it's like kind of like a
8: 1970s wrestling promotion
3: 1987. It's... But where, where where is this on what platform? What it's on right now
8: it's on YouTube and uh, WWE.com. For some reason it's not on the network, which I thought was strange. But... Oh, it's a
3: WWE show. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. But, but like it's just the, like seven
8: minutes long, five minutes long, you know. Right. So the guys
9: are playing characters like uh like what's his name um, Luke Gallows is a character called Tex Ferguson. Like uh, John Cena's the announcer. Chris Jericho's the backstage interview. But, but do wait, John,
8: up- John Cena, it, it runs a little long, the John Cena parts. But for the first several episodes, him just being the Vince McMahon-style commentator with the ridiculous hair, all jacked but then in a suit. But you could still tell, you know what I'm saying, right. how ripped right. he is. That, that was, like, really, really funny. And uh, that Tex Ferguson character that Gallows was doing, that's just his sex Ferguson character that he's done for years.
3: It was all right. It was all right. What was as funny as everybody thought. So I, what are they, they doing? They're basically making fun of seventies wrestling, eighties wrestling. Yes. Eighties it, wrestling.
8: It's the concept is funny. It's basically like they found a VHS tape in the WWE warehouse, and they popped it in, and it's just a tape from nineteen eighty-seven, allegedly, of like the go the go home TV for the this big leap year pay per view, lethal right, leap
3: year. All right. So so then the, um, uh, di. You gave it mm-hmm. what a B minus? You said? I'll, I'll
9: say this: if 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 we would have had the opportunity, if uh, I'll say this: if you would have had, if you would have given this creative I- idea to me, you, Madden, Raven, and Jeremy Borash, okay, it would, <laughs> it would it would it would arguably one of the more funny funniest things you'd probably ever see. Okay, mm-hmm. but like but 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 they didn't. So it you was, expected it was, it was, more. It was funny, but it wasn't. As, it's it's uh, the the guys that did
3: it are it wasn't as funny as it could have been. So, what do you give it from an A to an F? I give it B minus. B minus, and a, you yeah. and what do you give it, Kevin? Uh, just, I'd give it
8: just ahead of that. I'd give it like a like an A minus, a- just for its outside the box creativity. And sometimes when they swing for something different, they miss. Like with that camp WWE, I enjoyed it, man. It's something something fresh and fun.
9: What What is the next show with Crash? Uh,
3: Saturday, March twenty fifth.
8: This okay, so it's a
9: so, oh, it's Saturday. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you a question. So you're 25, 25, 25. okay. So you're working with TNA. Okay. You're working with Crash. Which, TNA 25. is working with AAA. TNA right. is working with Crash. Right. Uh well, so what is the status between Crash and AAA right now?
3: Be
8: triple AAA.
9: Yeah, we a- don't.
3: There's absolutely no way we're going to work together. So he can build bridges and do whatever he wants to do with AAA, but we're not working with them. So, you know, we already made that abundantly clear. But more than anything, what they what they really want to do is they need content for I guess, you know, they have networks and they have like these apps on phones and shit in Germany and I don't know where else. And they have to um they need content. So they want to get all this wrestling content no matter who it is, you know? And at the same time they want everybody to work with each other. But there's wrestling politics, you know. And so, obviously, right now, one of the, you know, AAA and the guys from Crash, most of the people that are in Crash were in AAA, and they left for a reason, not to be made to go back and work with them, you know what I'm saying? So, it, it, was, it was more like they need content for their network, and, uh, but we're not going to be working with them. Interesting.
9: How yes. do you like working at TNA? How do you like working at TNA?
3: yeah it was fun. it was good. it was different. you know it was like um you know at the end, I left really pissed off and mad, and so um when I came back it was you know it was just different people, different vibe, and um there seemed to be like some energy in the air, you know what I'm saying and uh so um you know it was it was good backstage, everybody was friendly, and everybody was cool you know it's like you know' it's, it's like um uh, and it's kind of like a younger. Like a younger roster, and like when you're younger, you're not bitter and shit. You know what I'm saying? You're not all. Uh, and so there's there's something to being around the youth too because um, uh, they're like in a happy mood. You know, everybody there wants to. You know, so I don't know. I, it, it was pretty good. So
9: what do you got going on for uh, Wrestle WrestleCon
3: this year? WrestleCon. Uh, yeah, you You going? To,
9: oh, are, you going to, are you going to WrestleMania weekend?
3: Yeah, but I'm not doing no autograph sessions or nothing like that. I'm just going for uh for this Spiff TV party that that they're going to have. So Spiff who's the um what do you call this? He's the um he works for French Montana. He's his manager and he works for Rick Ross, you know, at Maybach and like uh he's throwing this uh, big like hip hop party especially for a Latino hip-hop artist because reggaeton is very big right now. And um, he's going to have a couple matches. I know one of them is uh, uh, Ray Mysterio versus Brian Cage versus um, Johnny Mundo. And then this one, uh, Taya versus Jessica Havoc. And this one is going to blow the roof off the place. It's going to be uh, Mascarita Dorada versus um, Demos. And those two are going to just tear that place up.
9: So wait a second. Is uh so AAA is not like uh it's not like th-
3: th- they're letting guys work against like crash guys? No. Who's a AAA guy working with us?
9: John Johnny Mundo just won the the AAA world title.
3: Oh Johnny Mundo, yeah, but this is not this is not my promotion. They don't want that. they don't th- you know this is this is like uh something so that Johnny Yeah okay, like, so they're, it, not, they're, not, they're not doing the deal where Spiff, like you know Spiff
8: T V put this out.
3: It's it's okay, yeah. so
9: so specifically, what I'm asking is like they'll let like a uh, like a triple A AAA guy wrestle against a Crash guy as long as it's not at a Crash show, right? Right? They're they're not they're not digging guys over like that, right? 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 right. Okay, well that's cool because I I thought that's what they were doing. No. Did would not Triple A like make it well, like think they, well, they couldn't work on it, shows with other other guys and stuff?
3: Well, we can't, but you can't tell Johnny Mundo what to do. You know what I'm saying? Johnny's gonna be like, I'm gonna make my money. Rey Mysterio. You know, so, you know, they're not going to tell him what to do. So right. I'm sure if it was somebody else, they wouldn't be afforded the same courtesy.
9: How come I didn't get invited to this party? Because I've got it like that.
3: Because uh, it's a it's a Latino hip hop party. And I doubt very seriously that's the music you listen to.
9: Are they promoting uh, the gang activities
3: of LAX there? Is
9: there going to be like gang members there, like Latino gang members?
3: Uh, no.
8: I heard the. Is it true that the invitation to the event is printed on a bandana?
3: Okay. Is that our first kazoo? Yeah.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, did you think that was funny?
3: What that joke? He must have that
9: said. Did, did that you do, I mean, honestly, did you think that joke was gonna get a pop or did you think it was gonna get a kazoo?
8: I thought it might get a pop from, from you actually. Because you kept making the gang joke, so I just thought it was funny that the invitation would be on a bandana.
9: That was not funny at all. <laughs> I mean, so I may have to put him on the list bro may have to put oh in be situation. really just, just for that? Like
6: that yeah
8: by wow. the end of the
9: show by the end of the show you might be on the when we go over the list there's a strong possibility he might be on the
8: list so. yes i but like that in the in the brief period that i was off the list i uh, i had a great weekend man that wrestle circus show the pay-per-view they did from austin was crazy yeah. man
9: uh, time out let's talk about that was there any more a uh, mention of my name unnecessarily in the commentary of the show
8: Well, I had a new commentary partner this time, uh, Lance Archer, a.k.a. Lance Hoyt uh, of Killer Elite Squad.
3: Okay, man, shouts out to Lance Hoyt. That's our dog right there. Um, And uh, he used to wear these. We had a joke because him and Ron Killings would always wear this, uh, like, wife beater. And it was almost exactly the same one, and then I was always like, uh, they look kind of like lovers, bro. But... (laughs) Straight up. <laughs> Lance knows what I'm talking about. What
6: up? <laughs>
9: what up, Lance? So so what so yeah. wait, so what happened on the commentary here?
8: Oh well, uh, me and Lance did commentary together. So um like uh I know keeping it one hundred Will Conan was definitely mentioned. Um I don't know if there was any like specific barbs thrown your way, although I did see the other commentator uh there at the show, he was filming backstage stuff and he did have some comments to make about you, and then he said he was going to make these comments to Conan in person the next day in Dallas or something. His name is Ricky Hustle.
3: Oh, yeah, that guy did bury you. <laughs> that I remember.
8: Wait, so wait,
9: wait, time out, time out. All right, I, I need to categorically discuss what went on here. What, what, what specifically
3: happened? Well, this guy's uh, KG's co-host on the last Wrestle Circus show happened to be in Dallas where I was at. Okay, and uh, well, he put over KG, which already got heat, tremendous heat with him. And I told him right there, <laughs> we've got heat, okay. And then he that's proceeded that's to ba- then he proceeded to bury you. Specifically. Got what, no, what that
9: got a pop. What did he, he get a pop?
3: What, what did no. he say to What did he say to bury me? He says that uh, you're overrated and and that uh, KG's the star of the show. Did he yeah. really say that? Yes. Let's, well, first of all, this guy's going to have absolutely
9: no credibility whatsoever when he says these things. Right. Um, and uh, I, I just find it interesting that, that the guys are trying to uh, get over on me, and I don't really have a forum to uh, – you know, Well, I this don't, is don't the forum right now. Yeah, What's you're talking about name?
8: hundreds of thousands of people. What's but the guy's we're,
9: name? We're talking about a guy. I don't even know who the guy Ricky, is. So,
8: Ricky Hustle from Wrestle so, Circus. So,
9: so what we're doing is, is I'm getting, we're, we're, we're giving Ricky Hustle a rub. Yeah. okay so he's he's basically accomplishing what he's uh, trying to accomplish, trying to get himself famous by you know by you guys promoting to so talking about him on the show no. okay but I'll, I'll say this guy, you know beyond you being mentioned on this show, I doubt that anybody knows who you are, Ricky Hustle, okay? And because I've never heard of you wow. and I doubt many people have
3: heard of you. Um, and I wait just... a minute wait wait now that you say that because I'm, I'm gonna put his name on the list. Is that okay for the end of the show? Yeah, he's gonna go on the list for sure. He <laughs> okay. Was on the list last week. Let me, ask, let me ask, who in the hell is this brutal Bob Evans guy that keeps that keeps messaging you and me? That oh, you the guy that could, him and you sandbagged him. He ended up some. No, up, it's not.
8: It's not brutal Bob Evans who's contacting you though.
9: <laughs> no, it's like it's like it's like this guy made up this. It's a, apparently a fake Twitter account where this guy is just basically, it's it's a mark. That's right. pretending that like you know he was he was a somebody and I guess he hit up Cornette and like some other wrestlers trying try, it's like one of those fake Twitter troll accounts right. that they right. kind of like is uh, and yeah he know, hit I, up he hit up Disco and I I've I, I, you know, I, I, I responded to a couple of things but I quit responding when I kind of figure out what was up you know it's right. just like one of these two, one of the trolls are like zero followers you right. know like try, try to make a you know, one of one of those guys and uh and I got no problem uh engaging. Um, you know people like this to me are kind of like mentally disturbed and troubled and they're right. probably like you know like and I have no problem uh burying people like that right okay like if you have if you have like mental issues I will still bury you Wow. okay with with no, with no shame whatsoever if uh if you try to get over on me so um so I just basically just shut the guy down and I'm, I don't respond anymore and, and they're still trying to tweet me and stuff but uh it's just you know I mean there's i that's fine. I get I get perverse entertainment out of burying Twitter trolls for some reason.
3: Even when yeah, I know they're kind of like, trolls. Yeah.
9: Even when they're kind, I know that they, they might be kind of like maybe like, maybe even mentally handicapped people. Right. You know. And I, for some perverse reason, I still just like making fun of that. And I just <laughs> I don't know why. But I mean, this you know, it's, it's it's probably a terrible quality to have. But there's just something about burying
8: people on Twitter that I like.
3: Uh, bro, uh, i,
8: hey,
9: I, did, I did, did, did that makes me a terrible person, Kev.
8: Well, it, it apparently it makes me a terrible person because I basically did that on this show a few weeks ago, and I'm I'm the bad guy for it. But I, I think you have to do what you have to do, man. Well, you're you're trying to tell me that you think Jeff Lynn is mentally troubled? Well, I think everyone struggles.
3: <laughs> but what what I what I wanted to ask you about though, I like I love I, but I love when he broke down and I go where's the PMS and he goes well I'm only human you know you want me not to get mad that's almost like if Martin Luther King who's preaching violence nonviolence <laughs> attack the cops and go well I'm only human fuck the nonviolence Let me you, ask know? you a question. Isn't, PMS isn't just when you want first of
9: PMA PMA okay and that, that's, that's my question I want to ask you from you knowing Kevin Gill. Would you say Kevin Gill is closer to PMA or PMS?
3: Mm, It just depends the situation, bro. Sometimes he might be bipolar like me. Sometimes he's like PMA and then sometimes he is PMS.
8: What would you consider that, Kevin?
3: I consider that uh,
8: I feel like overall I'm PMA, but in like stressful – there's certain kind of situations that I guess I get more – what to me, which is just—I don't know—you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's just like maybe I, I'm less smiley or whatever due to circumstances beyond my control. But I, I feel like an overall positive direction is I my would direction.
9: Like, I would like to say that the three of us—I think I manage stress better than than uh, any of us because I think you guys have been shown uh, to be like to, to act like girls on occasion <laughs> uh, to basically um. <laughs> Be petty, wow. uh, to you know. Be uh, you know, and I'm basically very. I, I think I get the thickest skin out of the three of us easily, and um, I think I, I handle stress better than you guys.
3: You probably do handle stress. I know you handle it better than me, right?
9: Because yeah. Conan's gotten Conan's gotten mad at a lot of people over the years, and eventually made up. I think. Let me see this, Conan. You're kind of like on a on a course.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
9: Like be one of the guys in the business that have like gotten heat with the most guys that end up making making up with them later on.
3: That's very weird. I don't know why.
9: It's strange. You know? you, you've, you've had solar heat with a lot of people, and end up like and today you're fine
3: with them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I get the, at the time they pissed me off, and then as time went on, you know, it didn't really matter anymore. You know what I'm right. saying? Well, the thing is
9: with you is when you get pissed off at somebody, uh, you you do the nut shot and and go heel tactics. <sighs> and try to, you know, eye
8: like, gouging.
9: Well, he'll just try to like if he if, if he gets mad at somebody, he'll try to bury you you know put you in the grave you know and and, and nail the coffin shut over
8: the first infraction. <laughs>
9: Well, it's just saying, it's, I've known him for years, that he's, he's been like that, but then over the course of time, you end up realizing that probably wasn't the best course of action, and realizing, you know, maybe maybe
3: right. this wasn't the best thing to do, yeah. you know? Uh, you just mature too, you know what I'm saying? Alright man, so uh, th- I want to thank everybody that's been joining us since show number one, or wherever you uh, jumped on, uh, be sure to listen to earlier episodes. And um, let's keep going on episode 38 of Keeping It 100. Boom. This is D-Lo Brown right here, right now. You're listening to Keep It 100 with my main dog, Conan, and um, the Black Hole Charisma Disco
12: Inferno. Now recognize that.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is Christopher Daniels, the almighty, a pillar of society, and inspiration to children everywhere, and the man with the rear that makes the girls cheer. You are listening to Keeping It 100 with my main man, Conan,
8: the original KG Kevin Gill and Disco Inferno, who did so poorly
13: at his own job that when I did it for him, everybody loved it. Thanks for taking credit for all my good ideas, Disco, you filthy...
6: Woo! (laughs)
8: The Shane himself, Shane Helms, is back. We talk about UFC, WWE, Impact Wrestling, Hollywood, all that
3: in a bag of chips with the Hurricane Shane Helms. Bro, are you telling me, Shane, that it is a shoot that Belfort's going to fight Punk?
14: No, I don't think it's. It ain't actually going to happen. Okay, so people are just just...
3: putting up the poster, and I got. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
14: yeah, yeah. Somebody made that graphic as, as a joke, but they they did a good job with it, you know. But uh, I think Belton like, uh, and Dina Hobie asked him.
8: for the fight. He said that's who he wants to be his opponent. So it's like there's buzz out for it, but it's not official. In but any I don't way.
14: I don't think it was like one of those serious things. Like, hey, I want to fight CM Punk. It was just kind of yeah, he was joking, yeah, because it's a big name. Because and that you know when I tweeted about it, talking about how Punk's still winning even when he's chilling, it's just because. He's still a he's still a money fight, you know. Even at zero and one, and like, it's such a weird thing that you got like a right. former world champion calling out a guy whose record is zero and one.
3: <laughs> then, then, but then, if you read the, but you read like you said, if you read the context, he was, I want money fights, and if that. Yeah. In- it, it gave me CM punk, you know. Like, I know I'll make money with him, so yeah, it was right. you know he's, what I'm enti- saying? he's
14: entirely me, too
3: big for me, punk. Let let me, yeah, but let me tell you something, too.
9: It'd be it'd be different because we discussed this last week about how guys on their way out look bad. It'd be a good way for him on his way out to look good because he would just squash. Wow, punk. fighting a guy, he's that he's no, so no, no, but I'm better. Saying, no, 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 what no, 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 look no, good? no, 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 this was my point.
3: Yeah, it's the same thing. bro. Uh, I'll tell you the same thing. Too. I'll give think... you. I'll give you an example. When when um, what's this guy's name? The California kid, Araya Faber.
6: Hmm.
3: Remember when he fought on the same card that Van Zant did, and she was in the main event. Hmm. Okay. And he fought a guy that he knew would give him a good fight, but he could beat. And he mm-hmm. went out on a, you know, he went out on a, you know what I'm saying? So right. it is always good to go out with a victory, no matter who it is. But this is, you know, this is just. Their skill levels aren't even in the same stratosphere.
9: Well, their draw level is though. Yeah, yeah. That's that, That's the thing. It doesn't matter what you know. If a lot of money, it's like, is well, what does he bring to the table? You know, it's not like uh, you're not, it's not. like it's not like you're promoting James Ellsworth versus AJ Styles. You know what I'm saying?
3: It's like you're, you're promoting, you know, a, a major draw. I'm not sure like, what that meant, so let me kazoo that. I'm saying like, if, <laughs> I need like, to get wouldn't. a couple of kazoo's on the show. No, if
9: you, if you look at it, because, you know, I mean, Vitor Belfort is obviously a class well above CM Punk, but right. Punk is a draw, and both of them, you could argue, you could argue that Punk might be a bigger draw than Vitor B- than Belfort in this fight, because Vitor hmm. Belfort's lost a lot of fights
3: lately, you know what I'm saying? But I think, but I
9: think it it, was, so you, could, you could argue that. That's the, what I'm saying, the right? the
3: like, great, I think the yes. case. The great thing about that fight is that even though I know what's going to happen, I still want to see it. So as long as the curiosity factor is still there, because there's a lot of fights I look at and I, I don't want to see at all. And I wouldn't want to see that fight.
14: Did you see any of the uh, UFC London?
3: No, no. How was that?
14: I was okay. I had a show. I had a show in West Virginia. So uh, I was on the road much to Saturday. It was on during the day.
3: It's just, there's just something
9: about UFC in the afternoon that just doesn't bode well. It's like, I can't watch fights in the afternoon. Fights have to be at night. You know what I'm saying? A, I mean, did you feel the same way? Like, I just don't really – I'm not – like, fights are at 8, <laughs> 9, 10 o'clock at night. I get I, I get
14: into them more at night. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah I, I'll side yeah. with you on that. Yeah. I don't know why. I think because well, we're used to seeing them at night, you know, and at night you're just – I don't – you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I think, like, bro, let me ask you a question. Well, how are you on this now? Uh, you both like boxing. Uh, do you think? And I and I almost look at this across all sports. I just think all sports are too long. You know, are you are you guys for or against shortening sports? Like I I don't I would not mind having instead of a boxing match twelve rounds. It used to be fifteen back in the day. It used to be like four hours and shit. I don't know how that went down, but um, remember that Shane? They'd go four hours, a hundred rounds. <laughs> yeah, they'd be they'd be long. I thought we didn't we talk about this on here before? No. And yeah, because so, I, I want to do
14: seven rounds. I think seven rounds. Right, right. You got right. three three rounds piece, you know, and then you got like a – it should be an odd number of rounds anyway. That way you can eliminate, right. uh, you know, a yeah, draw. Yeah. You can right. eliminate a lot of draws if you got an odd number of,
3: of I'd rounds. I'd be with seven rounds.
14: Yeah, because, I mean, you got three rounds at 12. That's 36 minutes with a minute in between, in between each round. So now you're up to 47 minutes. And that's like – and now you add intros, so every fight is an hour long. That's, that's, that's a Would lot. you
3: be against disco shortening uh, baseball innings, like from 9 to 6, let's say, or or no?
6: Um,
3: nah, not really. I, I think it's um, – I'm, I'm fine with sports the way they are. You wouldn't speed up the game at all. You're not going to tell me baseball is the most boring sport to watch after golf. A, a,
9: a bad baseball game – wouldn't if whether it's six innings long or nine innings long would, wouldn't make a difference to me. I I don't think uh um I'm not a fan of baseball enough to care whether they lengthen it or not. If I go to a baseball game, okay, I'm gonna spend from the time I leave my house to the time I get home is about four and a half hours, and I'm gonna get to the game about a half hour early, go to the clubhouse and drink and eat the buffet. I'm gonna watch the game, and if the game's good, I'll stay till the end, and if it's not good, I'll probably leave a little bit early. But I'll I'll spend two and a half to three hours, or like a fo- like like a football game. You know, I don't think this right. should I'm, like baseball, you could maybe shorten a little bit, but I don't go to enough games to care. The one thing I do not want them to shorten is football, right. because from one o'clock in the afternoon study to how whatever time at night, the last game ends is a perfect amount of time for me to like, you know, to, to like two games between one o'clock and seven thirty at night is perfect. You know, one to two sets of games. So it's um, I wouldn't wouldn't touch football. I wouldn't touch basketball. But is perfect. Basketball always is like two after two and a half hours. But baseball is too random because extra innings and stuff. Anything no, It's just you too
3: long, bro. It's just way too long a game. Very boring game.
6: Yeah.
9: Speed
3: it up, <sighs> definitely. Um, uh, have you been watching With the fight w- at every base? Uh, Shane, have you been watching um, uh, any of WWE? Uh,
14: just a little bit. Um, I just went through the highlights of, of Raw. I didn't watch the. I didn't watch the whole show.
3: Anything catching your eye for WrestleMania or any certain wrestler? Or anything that's you know you have kind of your eye on?
14: Uh, you know, I'm glad that uh, Austin Aries is going to be uh, uh, getting a shot at Neville. That right, that, that match should that match should be pretty good. I mean, the whole all the Goldberg stuff's good. You know, the uh, Kevin Owens and, and Jericho stuff should be pretty good. So, I mean, Mania. Mania the, the draw for Mania is just the fact that it's Mania anyway, so you can put pretty much in, anything on there at this point. But oh, it's, okay. uh, I, I'm kind of cool, interested to see what they're going to do with Brock and Goldberg because, you know, it's obviously not going to be a marathon match by any stretch of the imagination. So I wonder just how many bells and whistles, you know, they're going t- to use uh, to to make that match interesting.
9: Um, I I, I get a theory. I, I, I watched both the shows this week, and I, and I, I watched them from start to finish. Actually, you know, even like, I like fast forward to some, some of the matches, but I was very impressed with both with, with both shows and that they had a lot of strong. They had good strong TV, which just you know, well, of course I'm going to be devil's advocate here. It just makes me think like why can't more like why do we have to wait to WrestleMania season to all of a sudden the shows start seeming like they're, they're better shows? You know, like the 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 interviews were really the, the in-ring interviews were really strong. Um, you know, the angles were strong, a lot of heat. Uh, the said you know, I was like, why can't they do this on kind of like a weekly, bi-weekly basis? Like, I think well, they do. They ang- I think
14: they do. Just the hype around Mania just adds something, you know, adds some kind of esoteric, uh, hype and esoteric vibe to it. But,
3: no, the stories, the stories always get better around WrestleMania, Shane. And and another thing that gets usually better. Like, I think last year was the exception, but that Raw right after WrestleMania is always crazy.
6: That it is was-
14: that is the best Raw of the year. <laughs>
3: <laughs> right after WrestleMania. You know. Yeah,
14: you got all but you got all the like uh yeah, the high foreign people yeah. in, they're all crazy as shit. And yeah, um they're gonna go and generally hijack the show. But generally this is a good hijack. It isn't none of yeah. the bad ones, uh like you know, I heard you guys talking about on the and you talked about it a bunch, you know, when you get the asshole fans that come and they just want to distract from the product. You know, a lot of a lot of the fans uh, you know, overseas in England specifically, when they do the chants and the sing-along type thing. They're not necessarily hijacking the show. They add a lot to it and
3: make it yeah, a lot Yeah, they're having fun. a good time, right? Yeah, yeah.
8: And it's like a carryover of their tradition from European football, you know what I mean, where those are like their rally chants and how they all stay engaged during the game, you know?
9: Yeah. Well, put, yeah. well, well, well they'll respect the workers. Like, they'll chant stuff like uh, during a strong angle. Like, like, like a, the, the U.S. fans will chant... Like something completely irrelevant in the middle of a good talking angle on, on the show, you know what I'm saying? Like, like if there's a good strong interview segment in the ring, they'll just like they'll they'll just kind of hijack it just for the sake of hijacking it. Like the English fans will kind of respect the people in the ring. It's like there's more respect for for the. For I the think talent. they hijack
3: what? it when that when that segment's bad or they don't like the person in there. You Correct. Know? It's I don't think they do it just randomly to hijack it. Like I gave you an example. What do you think about this, Shane? You know, uh, Disco was like. I think it was last week's Raw. He was like, well, yeah, when Shane, when, uh, what's her name? When uh, Stephanie was out there, you know, people were chanting CM Punk. And I thought that, well, maybe those were the same people that she tried to piss off when she was in Chicago and she went out of her way to bury Punk, you know. And so, like, they're, they're still mad at them, you know. Like, they're still mad at management, I feel. A lot of fans still are mad about, you know, the way Daniel Bryan was treated, the way Punk was treated. And that's why, you know, as we've said before, Roman gets all the heat.
14: Yeah, yeah, it definitely, uh, you know, tends to lead toward that uh, heckler mentality, you know, and they're trying to get under your skin, and that's their way to do, way to do it, you know, it's, I mean, they're not going to chant puppies at Stephanie anymore, or, you know, all the crazy stuff they used to chant at her, so that's the new thing that they know the will new get, heat. get to, that's the new heat, is to do that, and it, it's fine when it's heat that adds to something, you know, but like, as a fan, chanting for somebody that isn't going to be there. But who knows, if one day his ass walks through that curtain, then all these conversations are mute. You and, know what and I'm saying?
3: I, I agree. I mean, and then I was thinking, gotta, you've got to think that the chances of him one day returning are very high because who doesn't? Who hasn't yeah. really returned?
14: Right. Yeah, Jeff Every- Cornette just announced today that he's the one Well, he didn't announce. I actually knew it a couple of weeks ago, but I was asked not to say anything. He's going to be the one inducted the Rock and Roll Express wow. into the Hall of Fame. So. Wow. You know, and a lot of people thought that's Cornell would should. never do that's anything he, that's with him. He should. Yeah. Yeah. So,
8: you know, what's interesting too, though, is that these kind of chants are not exclusive to the CM Punk thing. You know, as you remember way back in the day, uh, Rick Flair had a situation where he, he was kind of mistreated by WCW and the, the smarter wrestling fans seemed to know about it. And there was a lot of We Want Flair and Bring Back Flair signs. You could say, Chin, and We Want Flair during an era of television or whatever where he wasn't even employed. Or booked is somewhat mm-hmm. is the same yeah. the same thing you know what I mean oh. just in a different time.
14: That's a solid point.
8: Yeah, very good point.
3: Um, all right, my brother. Same
8: thing with Matt Hardy too. When Matt Hardy left WWE under the circumstances he did involving you know Lita and Edge and all that, there was also a groundswell of a vocal uh, vocal minority. I think as uh, uh the road dog calls them. Mm.
15: Um, uh, I just
9: want to see at one point. A heel get beat up by the fans, and the fans chant, "You deserve it." <laughs> hey, that, that's all I want. I just want. I just want. If you're gonna do, do these, I champs, have no problem. Just with put that them either. in proper perspective. Right? You know, if a heel gets beat up, I would not mind a "You deserve it" chant. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but when no, the heels, the heels get heel out wins, of sympathy. But when the heels win and they cheat to win, I don't want to hear you deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Well, you,
8: <laughs> you but you also it. have to understand when Braun Strowman uh, clobbers Roman Reigns and the crowd all chants, Thank you, Strowman.
9: Strowman. Yeah, it's like. It
8: I'm also makes perfect sure. sense because, the you know, for years, the audience is making it very clear, like, we're not interested in Roman in this top, top position, but that doesn't seem to stop him from being in the top, top position. You know what yeah. I mean? Or, so to speak, in spe- the spe- neighborhood. Spe- speaking
9: of Strowman, somebody text me a. Uh... A picture of him, uh, another, 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 another uh, nipple ring selfie. Come on. Was, of, was, was he involved
14: guys? Guys? in the? Was he involved in the leaks?
9: I'm gonna send it to you guys right now. I'm gonna send it to you guys right now. I got, I got another nipple ring selfie. Has he? have to send it to me if you don't right want to. You I'm gonna send it to our. Group, I'm gonna send to our group text. You know who texted to me? Who? Our, our boy from the
8: Brisklys. Oh, Conan's me? Jackie. Yeah. Nah.
9: I'm going to send it right now. <laughs> here you go.
8: You guys are going to get this right now. I like that you and the briskles are texting each other like possibly stolen, partially naked photographs of men to each other to compare piercing notes.
6: Well,
9: All right, I'm going to send it to you guys. I'm going to send it later, actually.
8: Oh, thanks. All right. Yeah, I can't Good. wait.
9: Good podcast. Yeah, right.
8: Yeah,
14: the, the, the anticipation will, will kill me.
9: I can't send it for some reason here. I don't know why. <laughs>
14: Prepaid minutes. Is it Disco? You and KG, you guys go on the honeymoon or anything?
8: I know, you know, nah,
9: that's see it. how the relationship's blossoming. Well, that was, that's all fake news. That's, that's all, all fake, fake news? That's all fake news.
8: People want to spin stuff. It's just, you know,
3: it's just reality.
9: I just did a show with him. I just did his Kevin Gill show. It's, it's not, you know, not a love
3: fest or nothing. I'm what sure did you that. think about his interview abilities?
9: Pretty good. He had a lot of copious, he had copious notes. I will say that. Yes. He had a lot of copious
8: notes. Disco's okay. was- had a long and storied career, man.
3: Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Now he kisses up to him, Shane. Thirty episodes, he's been burying the guy. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the guy did his show, and now they're like, there's like a some man crush going on here. Well, we, we have up. of This
14: is messing up, and- up the whole dynamic here.
3: Yes, it is. Nobody's supposed to get along on this show. All right. All right.
14: Yeah. Hey, well, uh, Conan, what did you uh? You know, we didn't talk about it. What did you think about the uh, LAX debut last week?
3: oh that was pretty sweet um uh i got incredible feedback from the people and um so obviously the the you know worked you know it made an impact boom did you see it disco uh no i
9: got on tape i haven't seen it yet
8: man the energy both from the performers and in the room was just like incredible you know what i mean like well i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh Put over impact
9: as long as they continue to promote gang activity by putting LAX on t- on television. Oh, I that's, <laughs> that's my take on that. No. Cody oh, had the a Titan,
14: tie on, the doesn't like but, gang a-
9: activity. Uh, I don't. Th- I think promoting gang activity <laughs> is not good for the kids. They're promoting promoting gangs.
3: That's the way <laughs> I that. <look> <laughs> you know who surprised me a little bit? Uh, Cody Rhodes because he showed a lot of personality on the microphone. Yeah, I thought last week.
14: I thought last week's show was really solid. That's when been one yep. of the. Uh, one of my favorite episodes uh top to yeah. bottom in a while know, i really like the extra Division stuff not just because i was out there but th- you know th- those guys are doing some really creative stuff and uh i think the new suicide is good man i like him better than i've liked the uh the past couple suicides so i hope he I continues
9: you, I, i'm impressed with the fact the ratings were up you guys are good ratings this past week i heard
14: i oh, did they? i didn't even uh check oh, yeah in. oh yeah
9: like it went to like a. Uh... I guess the week before was like 279 and went up to like 329 or something like that. Yeah, yeah I, I heard. heard. Yeah, I heard And I like heard the heard. social media.
2: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
12: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
8: Yeah, activity and like the plays on online and through social media were through the roof as well. And that was, but I will say, I will say this to make sure that it's still alive.
9: Well, there was a, uh, there's a lot of eyeballs on TV on Thursday night too, because a lot of people watching, sport, watching the college basketball games too. That's always good whenever there's like a big night of sports on TV, because if the sports are boring. Wrestling will always grab the, the channel surfers.
8: Plus, when you have a crossover story, like, so many people are wondering who's going to win the $110 gift certificate to the Impact Wrestling shop by naming the owl. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot so, of people...
3: Last week was $150, did not it... Oh,
8: wow. <laughs> it? Maybe
3: oh, I'm, I'm $40 less next week? <laughs> it's that embarrassing enough it. to 100 <laughs> Bro, did you hear that, Shane? kG tell Shane what 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 impact is offering if you can name the owl, which we are really which i like your name owl what what, what was it um owl, owl snow? snow or owl in the drill where owl Shane snow came. i love her. yeah i like those and i also like Owly the owl <laughs> but there tell him the, tell him the present that you get Did do you know the gift that you get or the whatever it is uh Shane, if you name the owl, you get a gift yeah well, it's a contest brother.
14: Oh uh, yeah, I didn't I never even knew I uh, even looked to see what it was. I just saw a name the owl thing.
3: Please inform him. him what he will get for Al Madrill. A hundred percent. If
8: Al Madrill is chosen as the name of the Impact Wrestling Owl, you will win a one hundred and fifty dollar gift certificate to shopimpact.com in the form of a <laughs> card and and good news—they've been so overwhelmed with entries, they're extending the deadline. So there's even more time. The whole world is clamoring. Everybody wants the $150. Will they use it for a, a Jeff Jarrett signed guitar? How,
14: how
3: tremendous! A- yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How tremendous is that, Shane?
14: That's that's big money right there, boys.
3: <laughs> One, two, <laughs> now, now you know why I put in so many suggestions. That's why. That's why
14: actually it, I was in. There. So they better get mine now because I'm pretty excited about
3: it. That is tremendous. All right, my brother, let us know where we can find you, and thank you for being on your own se- uh, segment, the, sh- the Helm segment. Boom. Uh,
14: yeah, and uh, too, go see Kong if you haven't seen it cause, oh, uh, good, good movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I kind of just suspect. So you liked it, it more
3: thinking. than Logan, right?
14: Yeah, I did like it. Did a uh, who, who didn't go see it? Disco? Did you ever go see Logan?
9: Not yet. I'm I gonna didn't see it. Go see it Wednesday night.
14: Uh, yeah, so go see that. But uh, yeah, I like Kong better than Logan, and oh. too, but like a. Uh, my expectations were it's going to be another King Kong movie, you know. How many different ways can you do a King Kong movie? But right. I thought they, you know, they really did really well. The CGIs were really good, um, you know. And it was different, you know. I don't want to spoil anything for you. I want you to go ahead and uh, and check it out for yourself. But
3: yeah, everybody's been putting it over, so that's good. So I'm, I'm going to go on your recommendation, Shane. Yeah, cool. All right. All right.
14: And everything else at ShaneHelms.com is cross-platform. And check me out Fridays on my Fight for Online podcast. And, uh, yeah, and congratulations on the big numbers that this show's doing, man. Uh, it's doing really good and uh, all the hard work that everybody's putting in. But I need KG and Disco to uh, have a divorce and, and yes. get back and bring the dynamic back. I don't like this love fest. It's well, I'm movie. sure when the – Now Disco the, is on my list.
8: When when the, the, oh, nice. <laughs> when the episode comes out, I'm sure
3: Conan will find some content to,
8: to divide Disco and I and get us back on fighting terms.
3: Nah, you do a good enough job on the show yourself without me having first, to first listen all, to don't, you don't, interviewing don't anybody.
9: Pretend, don't pretend that like we're on. I, all I did was take him off the list just because it did the show. Okay? That's, that's big. Just, well, I'm gonna I'll put you back on before the end of the show if you want. Okay,
3: because you know, that's <laughs> the so Now we are him back. Yeah, it's you need
14: to be. Yeah,
3: yeah, bro. Because we want to bring back the Whovi, uh bring back the juice of WWE, and bring back Di to keeping it at 100. That's the Di I like right there. Boom.
7: Yeah, that's
14: what I'm talking about. You can't spell dick without D-I.
3: Later, guys. Bless your heart. <laughs> Be cool.
9: That was very disrespectful.
8: Podcasting trailblazer, Impact Wrestling Superstar. Keep up with Shane Helms every Thursday night at 8 p.m. on Pop TV's Impact Wrestling, his podcast series on Fightful, and on all social media at ShaneHelmsCom. Hatred is dry, but love Love is juicy. Right about now, the juiciest player in the game. I'm talking about Juventud Guerrera is back with part two of the Juicy Love Line.
16: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and juicy
3: for all. Any other questions for the juice, KG?
8: Yes, Latin World Order on Twitter asks... Hovi when making love to a luchadora, do you keep the mask on?
4: <laughs> uh, to a luchadora, oh, uh, that would be nice. Why not? But uh,
8: know, the it's, tradition. It,
4: it, 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 it's not a tradition, you know. Like for wrestlers, <laughs> for wrestlers, we just wanna. We we don't put up we don't get the the mask on all the time. But you know that was one time to this girl. It's like, oh, you wanna you wanna do it with the mask on it? So and yeah. she and she wears my mask, and I was like, I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. This is fun, juicy,
3: bro. That's a lot of fans' uh, fantasy, bro. Female fantasies to have the guy with the mask on, or even them wearing it.
4: Yeah, I know. Yeah, that'll be amazing yeah. to make a porno movie with that.
3: <laughs> wow!
8: Just like Marty Gennetti.
4: <laughs> I haven't seen that one, but I saw uh, uh, this new girl. This actually just came back from
8: to to WWE.
4: But yeah, yeah let's, not, let's not talk about bad things about it. <laughs> Wait,
8: did, did you guys hear this, Conan? That uh, Marty Janetti uh, is saying that he got offered one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to do like two adult films. No, I did not read that. Would you do that, Hoovie for one hundred and fifty large?
4: Hundred and fifty is not about it's not about uh money. Yeah. Uh, I'll think about it. Yeah, why not? I uh, do you know who I saw that somebody actually uh Joey Ryan it says that too. Say that someone it was like offer offering him uh a good amount of money to make a porno movie.
3: <laughs> wow. Oh, that's bro yeah. that's not bad money, bro. Gen what's your, your you? price, Conan? Yeah, I don't know, bro. I don't know if anybody wants to see me fluffing anybody, you know what I'm saying?
8: <laughs> All right, movie. we got one more for you. Karina Reichman from Brooklyn, New York asks, Juicy One, who are your favorite wrestlers to travel on the road with?
4: Uh, well, I, I got to say, uh, you know, obviously my boys Conan and Ray and also uh, Eddie Guerrero, uh, Chris Benoit, uh, Chris Jericho too. Actually, I was talking on um, with him on, on Twitter, and uh, he he mentioned me on on a, on a tweet uh, the 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 promo before before the match uh, versus uh, the belt versus mask. That was right. that big match, and oh my god, I was, I was I was I was I forgot about that promo, and that promo was like amazing, so good because you know. I, after, after that, we knew the result, and uh, that was amazing. I just want to give a shout-out to Chris Jericho for that.
3: Who cut the promo, Chris or you? Chris, Chris, Chris. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. I want to check that out. I want to check that out. Um, uh, any other questions,
8: KG? No, that's what I got. Uh, my question for Hoovy is, Hoovy, where can people find you on Twitter?
4: Oh, <laughs> you guys know that one. <laughs>
3: tremendous that is tremendous all right who let I gotta, us know what I gotta you. i'm gonna say it really quick it's g-u-b-e-t oh i'm fucked I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome okay,
4: i'm gonna go i'm gonna go again g-u-b-e-n-t-u-d g-u-e-r-e-r-a yeah baby yeah
3: yeah mother, mother. yeah <laughs> yeah mother um, right.
8: yeah mother
3: so where do we find you, bro? I mean, not where do we find you. What are you doing? What do you, what do you got going? Anything that you want to plug? Where do people find you?
4: Well, uh, like I say, uh, you know, my music is out right now. For everybody to want to listen to you on the platforms, uh, all the, uh, the digital platforms of my music. And uh, bro, I would we,
3: like to- we keep forgetting this. You were supposed to do a DJ set today and I forgot and you forgot. Let's try to do it for next week.
4: Yeah, I can give you like a little, a little maybe fifteen or thirty minutes, thirty seconds of of a reggaeton song. Maybe right now. All right, I, go ahead. I just, just want to put out my 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 fan my fan page on, uh, on 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 Facebook. So I actually, you know, I have my merchandise and my uh, original mask on on here, which is at uh, Juicy Fans Officials. Juicy fans Official, you can add me on Facebook. And uh At
3: what else? Juicy fans official? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Why doesn't that uh, sound like it's not in the right order? Um juicy that with the point.
4: Juicy right? that fans, that officials.
3: Okay. Yeah.
4: Then <laughs> uh yeah. Oh yeah, I wanna I wanna, you know, I'm I'm a lot of people is talking about. Uh, they want to see me uh, to to have a a match with against Rey Mysterio. And uh, uh, well, uh, I gotta say that I, I um, I'm working on something on something good to, to run a big show with a uh, with a super action with Rey Mysterio. So maybe I I can give you good news very 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 soon. So I would like to know the fans if they would like
3: to see this match again. Oh, of course they would, bro. You guys are two of the best that ever did and revolutionized the game. Like right now, I'm building up something in Crash for you guys to meet. Not right now, but for you guys to meet in the future because that match has to be done. And there's going to be a twist in there that you're going to like. Where can people find you on social media, Juvie?
4: Oh, it's uh, on Twitter. It's Juventud Guerre uh, number two. Guerre number two. How do you spell uh, that?
9: Juvie, can spell that out because it's, it's a difficult uh, – it's, it's hard to find on Twitter sometimes.
4: Yeah, I know. Okay, it's um, G-U-B-E-E-N-T-U-D. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. G-U-B-E-N-T-U-D-G-U-E-R-R-E-2. Mother. Yeah, that's right. That's my Twitter. I think a and, lot of uh,
8: people are going to be finding you. <laughs> And this is the week in news, brought to you by our friends at Team
13: Tiger Awesome. This is the news with Team Tiger Awesome. After almost 100 years of being the world's most dangerous game, hunting people for sport has been dethroned. Congratulations, Bazooka Juggling, long known as the second most dangerous game on claiming that top spot. In music news, another 30-something-year-old man was disappointed today when he realized his favorite band from childhood was actually never that good. The publicist for the Spin Doctors did not respond to our request for comment. And now, a look at the markets. The black market is still illegal, the bull market is one thing, while the bear market seems to be something else. Market 8, dude, is down 2 points from 10, and I'm pretty sure I'm not hip enough to go to my local farmer's market anymore. This has been the news with Team Tiger Awesome. For more, tune in to the Team Tiger Awesome show every Sunday on the Jericho Network right here on Podcast One. Hey, uh, just as a note, I I wanted to suggest
8: when we we beep out... We should use a beep that's like less abrasive to the ear or use a, a edit, you know what I'm saying, like a way that we're censoring the plug, but... The the full blown pitch tone is pretty jarring I think okay. to the listener. What are you talking about? I
15: thought it was funny that way.
8: There was one really there was one like like so? at least ten fifteen second long one yeah. it felt like.
9: Yeah, that's because we, we kept saying it.
17: Conan Conan said either do one or do one for each word, whichever's funnier and I was like, Well that's funny. <laughs> you know, but if there's something else you guys want to use, you know, whatever works.
8: Or even just if it was slightly lower, maybe I'm just sensitive to sound. But mm-hmm. that was that was my my
3: thought. You did uh, to in the hardcore music. You're sensitive to sound to oh, the really? sound of like a a a tone.
9: <laughs> he listens to like you know <laughs> punk rock noise. You know, and but wait a minute,
3: that's there. just punk rock, hardcore punk rock, yeah. right? Right, hardcore, like, correct. <laughs> but he's sensitive to sound. D.I.
8: At least those tones, like it was very jarring when I was when I listened to it.
3: Like a like a bing, that's jarring. To him, but like you know,
8: well, it's more like. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: that's a good one. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's annoying. I didn't that's mind very, that. That
8: was very annoying. Um, so that that's how it was for me. I had it cranked up loud. I was cooking, and then all of a sudden it was like uh, I, I thought it was like the emergency broadcast system. Conan, I have a question for you. Yep.
9: I was not paying attention uh, when you said this last week on the podcast, right. Right. but you told a story and you said that you were, quote unquote, uh, correct if I'm wrong, that you were at the mall. Is that an accurate? Uh, did that happen last week?
3: Uh, no. Well, yeah. I say
9: that. You, yeah. You remember that, Kevin?
3: I sure do, because I just heard it back, actually. Okay. Well, right. explain to me what, what was said. No, you need to explain to me, because you said you were at the mall. Yep. Okay. To who was I saying this to?
9: To us to,
3: on the podcast, Because <laughs> yeah. you need
9: to explain. No, it. Bro, you I
3: might have been. Well, the only thing I could tell you, I might have been much like I am now, deep in Iran, bordering Turkmenistan. I, know. Don't know. I can you tell you what you of? said. What do you what? say?
8: You said that the other day I was at the mall and I was uh, talking oh. to this person, and I was talking like really oh, like.
3: Oh, that's right. Where that I thought there was a guy, and it was really a girl. Right. Right. Where were right. you? Yep. You were at the mall. Yes, I
9: would. <laughs> oh, was. Oh my God. Bro, you are this you are an early favorite for the Bonehead <laughs> of the Year award, okay? Because you were at the mall and everybody and their mother knows that nobody <laughs> that shops at the mall anymore. Everybody That's. shops at Amazon.com because it's the largest online mall in the in the universe. Oh. And everybody I shop at Amazon.com because I do not want to waste my time at the mall. I don't know what what were you possibly what could you have been doing at the mall? What were you doing? I
3: was looking for a baseball cap.
9: <laughs> you were looking for a baseball cap? So, how dumb do you feel knowing that you probably could have found the baseball cap on Amazon.com? As a matter of fact, I'm looking at Amazon.com right now. Right. Okay. Baseball hats. Right. All right. And this is so simple. All right. Baseball hats. What, what baseball hat were you looking for?
3: I believe, probably the Red Sox.
9: A Boston? You drove all the way to the mall. To get a Boston Red, Sox – did you like need it that day or something, or like did you need it immediately? Because they got Boston Red Sox hats here on Amazon.com, and they're very you, you can buy these things very easily. I don't, I don't know what what is wrong with you, but uh, but basically, um,
3: from now on. Oh, I do remember why we were there. We went to the movies, and then after we got we came out, I was looking for a hat for I saw a hat store, so I went to get one.
9: Oh my god, unbelievable! Yeah. Okay, wait, so wait, wait, wait So we went to the mall to go see a movie, right? Okay, but then you went
3: shopping after the movie, right? Okay, not really situation? shopping. I as I passed by, I saw it, and I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna get it," <laughs> you know. All
9: right, well that's well that's wrong. And you had a yeah, situation. Should have done
3: it at Amazon, you right? Should have got. Yeah, yeah you and I had a situation Amazon. where I thought a guy was a girl, was a guy, and it turned out to be a girl. Kevin, All because Kevin, you went to the mall.
9: Right, so, Kevin, could you yeah. explain uh, what would be the prudent thing to do for the listeners of the show uh, instead of going to the mall?
8: Yes, and that's an edit. I like right there. how every
3: week when we get to Kevin, he seems unprepared or like he didn't know he was up next. No, I know that I'm up. I don't
8: have the. Uh, I said earlier
3: I, I didn't have the thing, so Glenn was like, "We're was just going to wing it." it
9: 38 shows in. Okay, if you want to shop at Amazon.com, you can you can use our code and it'll kick back some money to us to help keep this podcast going. Go to uh, go to uh, one hundred. That takes you right to our homepage, click on the Killer Deals button, and then you go shopping on Amazon.com, and, it, and basically this podcast makes a little bit of coin off it. It helps keep us going, and we really appreciate
8: it. As a matter well, fact, You know what the best part is, Disco? The best part is there's is no hidden fees, no extra charges. The listener isn't charged a penny. It's just yeah. Amazon kicking back. You know what I mean?
9: Right. Exactly, and it's it's, it's it's easy to do. As a matter Ooh. of fact, like uh, we had this guest on our show. If you want to get the Peak Gas book. You go to Amazon.com and you can buy the Peak Gas book.
3: Or if you at want Amazon. to get uh, I'm looking
9: at the lights, my path from from a, from fan to a wrestling heel. It's only $16.50 right now.
3: Wow, and the
8: kids'
9: dish is only fourteen bucks. It's cheap. It's on sale. I
8: mm-hmm. just ordered this morning a twelve pack of Highball Energy, the sparkling energy water. Man, Amazon Prime, free shipping.
3: Boom, thirty two ninety five. I'm yeah. gonna get I'm gonna get for KG these best earplugs noise reduction for the sensitive ears. <laughs> So every, time, so every time every time we bleep something, you know, he doesn't, you know, f- think it's the emergency broadcasting system. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Just remember, if you're gonna go shop in Amazon, click on that, go to podcast onecom dot com slash uh, one hundred, click on the killer deals button, takes right twi- to our Amazon page, follow the instructions to start shopping.
3: Yo, get your disco candles, boom.
9: That's very disrespectful.
8: If there's one thing about Disco Inferno that we've learned, it's that he loves to argue. He lives for it. Some say he is a contrarian. Will Disco and Ryan Satin get into it again? This is picking up right where they left off last week. It's like the chicken from Family Guy. Here we go.
15: Bro, there's more followers on Twitter than there are
9: TV viewers. So probably more <clears throat> people watch this match and watch than would to watch on Monday Night Raw. That's fake news. That's not fake news. Wow. That's nothing. That no, is. You're it. out. You're just it.
15: out. That you just throwing know. out you have absolutely you know this? no idea what they are. You have literally you absolutely you no
9: know? idea. Let me ask you this. More, do you agree that more people follow wrestling on see wrestling on Twitter than they do on, on television? No. Bro. Matt <laughs> Hardy has a million Twitter followers. Okay? TNA or
15: Impact Wrestling draws 275,000 viewers. We're talking about WWE. What? Where? What are has you round about these roundabout she, numbers you're throwing, nonsense, at. You're here's, throwing here's out? you on top of your head. Four people <clears throat> follow wrestlers
9: and follow wrestling-related things on Twitter and watch the show. And Ryan. I would be a, I would be. A, to this. I would be a perfect example of that because there was a period of time I was not watching any televised wrestling, but Please. I would see it on Twitter every single day because it's in my feed because I follow them. Okay, so. The Twitter, the, the social media audience, the professional wrestling period, the, the, the business of it, is far bigger than the televised audience. I
15: like it like it entertains me so much that your facts always get based around what you personally would do as opposed yeah. to at how, actual how numbers talk? and facts and, and hey. things. It's crazy. It's, it's hilarious. How, how, how could you even argue that? It's not you, even you, worth arguing you, with you, you about you, that. You, because, wait. Do you think the TV, the TV on 2.5
9: to 3 million people a week, or whatever, three million? what are they doing this week? 3, 3 million these days? it got to be higher going to WrestleMania. Let's let's arbitrarily say 3 million people, okay? Are you seeing the 3 million viewers of, of Monday Night Raw each week is greater than the amount of
15: exposure that, that wrestling gets on, on social media? I'm, co- I, I'm not saying that wrestling doesn't get big exposure on social media. I honestly don't even understand what roundabout argument you're trying to make here? Like, can can, 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 can someone help me here? Because you're trying to say nobody saw the match. I I run a wrestling website and I haven't seen the full match from beginning to end, Disco. So you've won. You're full of shit that you've seen the full match. You've seen a few clips that you're talking about. So neither of us or any of us in this thing have watched the match from beginning to end. So, no, you're wrong. You're 100,000% wrong. i beginning to end, begin to end. You don't do, I'm, I'm talking about watching the match. We've seen the match. What <laughs> the- are you
9: talking to here?
15: How crazy. Ryan,
9: yo, Ryan. We're Ryan, about the yo, You're trying to say this is a match and nobody's going to see. But everybody knows what happened. Okay, everybody knows what the finish was because everybody is discussing it. You didn't have to see the whole thing from start to finish. I've seen the clip of like the 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 finish from the, the fan cam and stuff and everything and all that. Everybody knows what happened because more people know what happened than watch Raw and SmackDown because it's on social media and it's on the news and you tweeted it out. And there's a million people tweeted out. That's why the, everybody knows what happened in the match just because it wasn't televised. Doesn't mean people know what happened. Come on.
15: Anyone else want to chime in here and help? And I'd love to hear other opinions.
12: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
15: because I because because
9: I'm as old as Bill Goldberg, and I'm from WCW, and we both went to Georgia together.
15: I'm sure your phone has been <laughs> on fire since. you said that. Uh, oh, most definitely. Hey, hey, what? Hey, real quick. Uh, how about Rebby Hardy's tweets? <laughs> Those were oh man, she went on. She was on fire this weekend, dude. Yep. I, I, she went off. <laughs>
9: I I could I, my visual picture was is if like uh what goes on in their house when Matt Hardy doesn't clean up after himself, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> like if he doesn't do his chores, like you know, like if he's supposed to vacuum or something, or like he
3: do it. I can only imagine the way she acts, right? You know yeah. what's, you know what's funny, bro? Because when. Ah uh, players' wives go off. like remember there was one on the Miami Dolphins that might have been Grimes's wife. Oh, yeah
9: yeah, yeah. Grimes's wife. yeah. Well,
3: she, she would destroy the NFL. as the NFL, you can't do shit because she don't work for you and as a player, you can't do shit because you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> yeah, and you gotta I gotta say you gotta respect a woman
15: like that who's willing to just like go hard for you like that no matter no matter what the cost. and she definitely backed him so hard this weekend.
8: Sometimes we chop it up
3: amongst ourselves and riff off the air. That is until it becomes on the air. Didn't I say that at the beginning? The podcast one dot com slash one the that that one? Keeping it one.
8: Yeah, did he say and it, Disco? Did you guys notice in the intro? I don't, I don't remember it.
3: Yeah, in the intro I said uh that we created a new automated email system to make sure you never miss that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I said that. Are you sure are yeah. you sure you said that though? Sometimes you see a three-hour show, I can guarantee you it could have gone four hours. And so we'll take that extra hour whatever, and we'll put it on the Patreon site. Um, uh, Thank you for everybody that's been joining that hungry, uh, like a monkey on a cupcake platform. That's the highest uh, platform. And, um, oh, we've created a new automated email system to make sure you never miss a single episode. All you got to do is go to podcast1.com slash 100 and sign up. Joe.
17: Yeah, if you guys want, I'll just go over it, and then I, we could redo it tomorrow or something if it if it was missed.
9: Well, don't worry about it, it. But, but Joe, what? here's as part. Joe, part of the production process is is I need to see the commercials in my inbox before the show starts.
8: Yeah,
17: no, I sent I sent them
9: twice.
8: Yeah, we got them like yesterday or something. The email? I don't have it. I thought we got them yesterday, right? I don't have it. Joe.
17: Yeah, yeah, and I think I I send them uh, I send them when I get them, and then I send them like a day a day or two before. Well, just All right,
3: for... well, can you send them again? Because I yeah. don't think they got them. Because <laughs> I don't have
9: them. So like, Holy... yeah, send again. That's that's to Iggy to send it again.
3: Yeah, All right. right,
8: right. <laughs> He's calling an audible.
9: Raven had an interesting guest on his show this week. Oh, who? Mister Skin he had the guy. Yeah, Mister yeah, Skin. Sorry. Really? Yeah, who? he had the, the creator Mr. of Mister Skin. Skin website. <laughs> just just to enlighten you on what that is. Right. Okay. Any, any nude scene that has ever been done by any actress, you can go to mrskin.com and find it on on mrskin.
8: In the animated form or whatever.
9: Right, and and and, and any form. And basically and what they'll do is they'll like they'll show the tell the movie like have the actress what movie she was in and where the scene is. Yeah, so just, like that you go right to the scene. Right. You know? And uh they talking about those that, that was, that was, it was actually a pretty interesting show this week.
8: He was mad popular. He used to be a guest on Howard Stern way back in the day all the time, or he would always have this exclusive footage for them or whatever. Right. Because he ends up being like the world's largest creep database, you know what I mean? So then when an actress would become famous later, he would instantly have that odd movie she was in back in the day because he would literally have every movie.
9: Right. And he also has something you'd be interested in, Conan, is uh, he has a, a thing called Mr. Man.
8: Which Ooh. also has any
9: male, any male star and one who's ab in it. So it's like you you I'm sure you think be... he has any Patrick Swayze? Uh he does have Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I don't <know>. You think <laughs> he's any... to... out then. Any movie on there? Uh I don't know. If he hadn't done anything, I don't know.
8: Movie must have some tapes floating out there.
3: Well has he been uh, in a movie? I don't think he ever has. Well, he wasn't ready to rumble, I believe. Hey, well, I will tell you what. i was positive he was one of the Indians in uh, Scarface at the end. Remember when they all invaded the mansion at uh, at the end and killed him? Oh, yeah, right. Think, yeah. yeah. He
9: looks yeah, he, they look, they all look like Hoovey.
3: I'd like to say to you that I think you're a hell of a deal, D.I.
9: <laughs> hey, Conan. What up? I've got a question for you. It's an Impact Wrestling question.
3: Oh, okay, what's up?
9: Hey. There have been discussions of getting all the members of LAX, uh, what do you call it, uh, lowriders.
3: Right. Um, yeah, you've been misinformed. Well, you, don't think be cool? right. yeah. you
9: don't think it'd be cool if all you guys in the LAX showed up in um, in lowriders?
3: You don't think show? that would be like overkill?
9: Well, I'm just saying you guys are Mexican gang members. I mean, isn't that
3: your characters? Mm, well, it's not really Mexican gang members. It's more like Latino. Okay. Uh, All right. so, yeah. so let's,
9: let's, let's fast forward then. So the LAX, you guys would be kind of like maybe more rich and you'd be driving nicer cars, correct?
3: Mm, could be, yeah.
9: Could be, okay. Well, if you're going to buy a nicer car, then in order to feel comfortable that you're getting a fair price, you need pricing context. and That's information that empowers you to feel confident. With TrueCar, you'll see what other people in your local market paid for the car you want. From there, you can connect with the local TrueCar certified dealer and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. So using TrueCar, you can easily find the car you want. And TrueCar will show you what other people in your area paid for the car you want. Now you know what a fair price is, so you can feel confident. There's over 13,000 dealers nationwide and over 700,000 pre-owned vehicles available. Okay? So once you register you'll see a real price on an actual inventory and this is competitive pricing offered you only by a true car certified dealer for an actual vehicle on their lot it's pricing you'll see before going to a dealership so you can feel confident when you show up basically you're not
10: going to let them work okay round two name something that's not boring
16: a laundry Ooh, a book club computer solitaire
6: huh
10: Ah, oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino that's right. Chumbacasino.com has over hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
11: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
2: Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting.
11: Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: I never
16: win and tell.
11: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void reprohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
9: Okay? So with True car you can connect with the local sort of ideal of your choosing, so you can enjoy a quick, easy buying experience. True Car customers are more likely to enjoy a faster buying process when they connect with True Car certified dealers. That's just a fact. And here's the best part. It's True Car users save an average of over $3,000 off the MSRP.
8: So Conan and all keeping it 100 listeners when you're ready to buy visit TrueCar and you'll enjoy a more confident car buying experience but please keep in mind some features are not available in all states TrueCar
9: Yeah and over 3 million cars have already been sold on TrueCar and I'm telling you what they're all out of low riders Conan
3: so unfortunately yeah. um, okay well let me ask you guys a quick question favorite German car uh, Mercedes Benz. Uh, KG, Porsche, nine eleven. mine would be both Mercedes and the Porsche, especially the nine eleven. Very good choices. Hey, let me ask you a question. Uh, yeah.
9: Favorite, favorite Mexican car. <laughs> Tremendous.
8: Oh, There's there a, are no Mexican bicicleta. cars. Bicicleta. <laughs>
9: El auto. 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 Okay. El auto. <laughs> yeah. But, well, so get a little this. So I've been on TrueCar. I'm getting a car uh, in the next two weeks. Right. And um, right now, um, I'm using the app. Right. And I'm going to. Uh, I'm using TrueCar, and I'm uh, looking at a Nissan Altima. And basically, I know exactly what the one I'm getting. Uh, right. I want like either a 2011 or 2012. I know what a fair price is, and I'm getting ready to hit up the dealerships to see uh, which one, which one gives you the best deal. And I'm basically, uh, I'm going to be getting a new car. Or, but it's gonna be used. I'm getting one with like probably twenty thousand, twenty thousand to forty thousand miles on it, because it's a pretty good price on it. And uh, I'll be driving a new, or a, a, not a new, but I'll be driving a Nissan Altima, and I will have used the True Car, um, used True Car to get it. What about that?
8: That's pretty bomb, man. I was looking at that Toyota Venza.
9: Toyota Venza.
8: <laughs> you, you 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 look like you'd be like in a
9: Toyota Venza. What is that? I don't know. It just sounds it's like one of
3: the, It's one oh, of the. There's top no 20. way that you're. There's no way you're looking for that.
8: It's one of the the top twenty cars uh, for for resale, man. Like in terms of overall value, okay, reliability. Look, look at this car, Di. I'm looking it at the the black one, the Toyota Venza.
9: Toyota Venza. Let me look here.
8: Toyota there's some Ven- sporty variations. Oh my god. <laughs>
9: Actually, you know what? I'll, I'll say this. It's not as bad as I thought it was, but I don't like this little uh, – yeah, I don't like that. It's like, do you, a, like, do a, want...
3: like a mini station wagon or something. What is what – what's looks, going on you know there?
9: What it, you know what, th- do you know what this car looks like? It looks what? like your typical San Francisco millennial would be driving around.
3: <laughs> is that well, big in San Francisco?
8: No, just having a small car though is, is, is like almost necessary. You know what I mean? Why is it necessary? To be able to find a place to park it. How small could
9: it be? It has four doors. Yeah, but it's just like this looks like a, yeah. you can fit it inside of yeah. a tuna can. But uh, are you going to use well, – if you're going to get one of these, are you going to use True Car?
8: I'm definitely going to use True Car. That's the thing. Just use the app, man. I could even do it while we're recording the show. Get your new
3: used car at True Car. Boom.
8: Pete Gas started out in the entertainment industry, looking at the lights, and now he's talking directly into your ear holes on keeping it one hundred with sports talk.
9: The Celtics have a chance to finish ahead of the Cavaliers in the East. Ooh,
17: uh, yes, they have a chance. It's a uh, it's not going to be easy. Right. You know, it's funny. Like, I watched, I, I watched LeBron James last night. I had money on LeBron James last night, and I ended up cursing LeBron James at the end of the night. Oh, he was terrible. He did, not... Bro,
9: how oh, bad was... did – I tweeted it out. Just, like, <laughs> I said he was stinking up the joint at the end of the game. He would just, like, dribble around, take a yeah. bad shot. Bro, he lost the game for him. He was like, bro, he was trying to go – because Harden was, was in beast mode, and he tried to take over the game yep. – like because Harden was out playing him, and he just lost the game for him. You no. Know?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Harden was told- not beast mode. He hit another triple double.
9: I'll tell you this yeah, is, uh, is for, for the end. Like LeBron James should be the MVP every single year. But bro, I can't imagine because if if you took LeBron James off the Cavs, they still got Kyrie Love. They still got a bunch of guys, right? They're not a maybe not a championship right. team, but they still have. A bro, if you took Harden off the Rockets, what type of team is that? He's literally like a one man team.
3: It's gotta be right. to me. It's gotta be to me. Westbrook or Harden?
9: Uh, I don't think Westbrook. What is uh, you Come on, bro. If you,
3: if you who? Isaiah. Of course, I oh, love Isaiah, but MVP. But bro, but what? Bro, he is the MVP oh, of that my. team. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
9: I knew had This always happens when you talk to Boston sports fans. They always like they always <laughs> turn into that delusional, like like you know, a guy that just says like has, has
3: no clue what's going <laughs> on. Like Jesus, Isaiah Thomas yeah. is not an MVP. You weren't Without, bro, it's without so Isaiah, really without without Isaiah Thomas, we aren't where we are. I agree. I agree. But I, what I wanted to say after was, uh, if Isaiah Thomas
17: wins the MVP, Conan, what is it? Conan, uh, if, it if he wins, okay.
3: it'll be a word. It's a word. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but let me ask you a question. Uh. Uh, um, uh, you don't think now? We're all basketball fans. I mean, to think the last person that did this was Elgin Baylor, which either, I mean, if you average a triple double the whole year, you shouldn't be, I think he would be MVP, you know? It's a ball hog, man. I he's would, just would,
9: stats.
17: He's, so, he's got to do better. How could he be, could he be a ball hog if, he's, if he has over 10
9: assists a game? It's not he's a ball, huh? he's to, like he's got the ball. And it's like it's ridiculous. It's like nobody else has the ball on that team. He's got the ball every single play. It's ridiculous. He dribbles around. It's ridiculous. He's not. If
3: you were the coach, me. who would you give it to? Well, I'm gonna say, he's who not, he's not better. He's not better than LeBron. He's not better than Harden. Well, he's having a better season. All right. Stop. LeBron
9: James, how many times do you see him stand off on the wing and watch everyone else play ball on offense? Yeah, because, a lot because he basically is uh he's taking a, he rests while he's on the court. The guy leaves the NBA in minutes. He's got a rest. He, he rests during games. That's how he saves himself for the playoffs. If you watch LeBron, he'll take he'll take three and a half quarters off sometimes and just play for for five or ten yeah. minutes. Okay, but he has to do that because he's playing at a
3: championship level and he has to
9: have his rest.
3: You know, so yeah, I, and, I don't. And and, and let and let's be honest, if we had a if we had a draft, he'd probably be the first guy we'd all pick on our team for sure. Maybe. Except for P, yeah, except for I,
9: he'd pick Isaiah Thomas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
9: oh, I was, was, was ripping you. Stop it. Right.
3: But
17: uh, I, you know, you know why I don't like LeBron? Well, oh. I like I I don't like him for a bunch of reasons, but the other one is you know he want he's he's an amazing athlete. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't want to stand in the lane and take take a bump from him, you know, driving down the lane. I know that, and he's just a phenomenal athlete. But make a free throw, yeah. Make a he, free throw,
3: seriously. Well, it's no, that, that, we could guy, say that to a lot of people, starting with DeAndre Jordan. Oh yeah,
17: oh, yeah. that's another he
3: one. He ain't and afraid to miss a moment.
17: Right, and how, how bad is it when he goes down the court, he crosses half court, and they foul they grab him as soon as he crosses half court to make him shoot free throws. Bro, so I've never game.
3: I've understood how guys like Shaq or, you know, DeAndre or guys like that yeah. went their whole career in high school and college without learning how to throw a free throw. Yeah. Right. Incredible. Shoot okay underhand like Rick Barry. Who cares? Yeah, I love Rick Barry. Old school. Okay, real quick. Give me your top five Celtics, Pete Gas. Of all time? Yep. All right. Am I doing it by position? And I love doing position. So. Um,
9: okay, okay go, go ahead then. Go ahead. All right. That's by
17: position. All right, so I love well, I didn't get to see him play only on video, but Bill Russell was one of the right. greatest. Right. My all-time favorite athlete of all time is Larry Bird. Right. Uh, I, let's see. At uh, I love Dennis Johnson as far as a player. He was in, you know, he was very unselfish. So if I was doing, if I was doing positions, I'd do that. Right. But uh, I loved Ke- Kevin McHale was unstoppable. Right. There's not a guy now. Nobody now can de- can defend all those moves. Get a thousand moves in the paint. Right, and then uh, you know I didn't see Kuzi, so I can't really do that. I can't. I didn't see Cal. I don't remember cal well, only you a little bit of him.
3: See, You didn't see Russell, but you Havlicek. put him on there. You're right. You're right. You're
17: right. So I'll, I'll say Havlicek for sure, and then uh, Isaiah Thomas is say, that on your list. Stop! Will you stop. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe on the one that was, you know like five nine and under list, so he right. would make In tiny Nate Archibald or whatever. Okay. But uh, what about you,
9: Cody? What do What yeah, do what Paul do you, Pierce? Uh, Paul Pierce is not on your list. I,
17: I wasn't. I'm not a big fan of Paul Pierce. I never really Wow. Was. I, wow. I, I, I Yeah. Really? He didn't do. I love. I love Kevin Garnett more than I love Pierce because Garnett. Right. Garnett came every night and brought it. But he's not. They're not the all-time top five. All right. You think Pierce is all-time top five? I uh, for the Celtics, yeah. Oh no. I don't know. Uh, I did. I, I I just don't see it that way. What, now, Conan, what about
3: you? You're a Celtics fan. What are you saying? Uh, well, of course, the best Celtic of all time had to be Bill Russell. Um, I actually okay. saw I actually saw this guy on film, and he was great. Bob Cousy, I never saw him, obviously. You know, um, and then of course Larry Bird, the Hick from French Lick. Um, yeah. Kevin McHale, uh, you know Frankenstein himself. Uh, <clears throat> Hondo Hondo Havlicek, Mr. Hustle himself. Yeah. Yep. And I did see him a lot. And this guy was a great player and had a great name. Are you ready for this one? Joe yep. Joe White.
17: Joe Joe White,
3: yeah. Remember him? <laughs>
2: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: You know, and uh, you know, um, that that whole team, you know, that Parrish, Michael, Dennis Johnson, Danny Ainge, Cornbread Maxwell, that that those teams were incredible.
17: Yep. And then and they had role players like Judge, Scott Wedman, and Jerry Seesing, and all those guys that just contributed. And they brought him in and like even when Bill Walton
3: came in that, that Bro, I popped when Bill Walton was on the team because I'm a big, big, big UCLA fan from back in the day. And I popped yeah. when I saw Walton on the Celtics. I thought that was awesome. I also popped when Shaquille O'Neal was there. Yeah, me too. Me too. And a lot a lot of people are popping
8: a, a lot of people are popping for that new Pete Gas book, which I know is blowing up on the Amazon charts right now. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, yeah so yeah, so that hello yeah
17: Bill Walton in the 86 Yeah. when he would, when bird was throwing the ball in the post anyone listening to this that has not seen this he was a master of passing the song cutting the basket and he, right. he used to find bird all the time I used to love that it was such great basketball back then.
3: bro if you look at any the look at the old I, tapes. Can you
17: yeah go ahead. Go, ahead. Not, go ahead I'm sorry. I keep it it's your show It's your show. It's your show. Go ahead. I was gonna say the thing about that era of basketball is teams didn't like each other. Yeah, right. they're not. You know, right. and, There was nobody. You might...
3: Hello. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah. There was no picking nobody up off the floor. There was no hugging before the match. It was like you know you went out there, bro. Remember Barkley? He was ruthless and, and uh, Mahorn and Lampier. And, you know, if you came down on Parrish and McHale, you were going to get clotheslined. You know what I'm saying? Loved it. So good. Yeah. That was great basket. So, Pete, where can, we find you? Where can, where can people get your books? Right now, uh, the book comes out in bookstores on March 21st. And uh,
17: right now they have, uh, you can get it on Amazon. Uh, it's called Looking at the Lights. And uh, if you have problems finding it, whatever, you could always follow me on IMP Gas on Twitter. And uh, I'm hoping for a follow by Conan real soon. Just saying.
3: Yeah, okay, the, uh, man.
17: But anyway, yeah. you got me.
3: Yeah, and uh, you I don't also...
17: follow many people. No, I'll be honored. Be honest
3: with you. Let me tell you, why I don't follow a lot of people because I don't want to see a lot of people's bullshit on my timeline, and then I can't see my real friend shit. So half the people that are even on my timeline is kind of because I have to because I do business with them. But that's the thing, bro. It clutters up my timeline. But I will add you, boom. All
17: right, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it.
3: And uh, uh, oh, and then we'll have you back when the when the uh, right before or right after the um, national championship. Great. see how see how go ahead see how we did with our picks thanks again to Pete gass for
8: taking the time be sure to pick up his book looking at the lights available on amazon.com use that keep it in 100 killer deals link while you're at it and send him some love on Twitter at I am Pete gas I thought this was
9: fascinating about Trump okay is that all right so he doesn't do press conferences right so he does rallies, right? Now, he's still the president of the United States, right? And the president is at a rally, and he's speaking publicly. CNN and MSNB, MSNB, MSN, MSNBC don't want to cover it.
3: And then, well, what does that prove?
9: I'm not saying, don't you? I mean, well, just just think about how petty that is. It's like you don't think people, like uh, you have an audience. Well, it, it would them. get
8: ratings, I, too.
9: That's what I'm saying, it's like at the expense of getting. But I,
8: I think it's the idea of if they if they feel like if they're going to be disrespected as a news source, then they're not going to just air propaganda. You know, is maybe how they see it. I don't know.
9: The, well, then that, that that just but basically just feeds into the fact that they aren't a news source then. Because news, you would just report the news. If you're getting your feelings hurt and your feelings are coming to the fact of whether or not you're reporting certain news or not, then you're not really news. But are you, you
8: saying, but you're, but you're switching it up? First, you said they didn't cover it live. Then you said they didn't cover it. I'm sure they, they covered cover, it. They, they just didn't live. air it in its entirety.
9: They live
8: like
6: when
9: have we ever been in a time when when the president speaks to like, you know, uh, uh, so I mean, especially since he hardly ever speaks anymore.
8: Well, also the idea, this is the first time we've ever had a president that just straight Our up just lies, like and then they have to have the head of the FBI and the NSA in so, real time saying so, no, he's no, still lying, like while they're so why testifying. Don't,
9: why would you want to, like well, that's that's like major news then. You know what I'm saying? That that's I I think that's fascinating that they don't that they didn't weren't covering that lie. Was amazing. And bro,
3: and, and the thing about lying is there isn't a president that I can remember that didn't lie. You know, well, they and, lie, and, and 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 they the use that doesn't. and they use that as a tool. They don't look at it as something bad like we do. They use it as a tool, and they have no problems using it. Lying yeah. to them is like part of politics. Yeah. So I don't but understand some lies why about
8: the- things that are very obviously
3: disprovable. He should <laughs> aim higher. <laughs> but because of that, you're not going to cover the, you know, maybe the most powerful man in the world, or one of the most powerful men in the world.
9: Exactly. You know, a leader of your that's nation. That's you don't even want to
3: know what he's saying. Right. I think it's more ignorant not to know what he's saying. Right. Well, then you have hell, no clue. Right. But,
8: but just just because they don't air an entire propaganda rally live doesn't mean they're not going to show moments not, from it. It's not propaganda
9: discuss. anymore because he's not he's not like you he's not trying to get elected. He's the president. So, but it's it propaganda so, if, if a
8: political leader if is every, just going
9: out. Every word every, out of his mouth is propaganda, no matter right. what city it comes from. But you still want to hear every word that comes out of the guy's mouth. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of whether, what it whether,
3: is. Whether they gave a lot of power to an idiot, which it kind of looks like they did, to a, charis, to a very, very charismatic guy that nobody can believe he got elected. Everybody's like, what is going on? The guy's been a ratings bonanza for exactly. every political show, for every new show. The guy's yes. been – you can't take your eyes off him because you don't know what the hell he's going to do well, next. Bro, that, biggest, shit with, that shit with Merkel had me like I couldn't believe I was watching that. And just the way he's cutting jokes, like he's just – he's having fun, bro. And, and so we can't believe what we're seeing. You know what I'm saying?
9: The biggest TV star in, the past, in, in our lifetime that he's turned into. By far, because he's good because this is the first time we've gotten like a guy that's just like uh, that's that's using the role of television to, to just try to, like, entertain. Like He doesn't even realize he's the president of the United States. He's up there still like like uh, he's it's always like he's like he does he does he does a lot of stand up comedy. He goes there. He buries people, makes fun of people. Right. I mean, bro, it's like he's doing the president is literally doing stand up comedy. I and- think it's funny. People that didn't vote for him are just
3: infuriated
9: at him. You know, bro, see, right. he's, hitting, he's hitting every nerve in American society right now, bro. You and not
3: just that. And the thing is, is that the DNC has nobody to blame but themselves. They hitched right. their trailer to they- Hillary Clinton, and they buried Bernie, and people lost their jobs over very high-profile people, and yeah. you know the Wasserman or whatever. And so, you know, they're—they're they're just to blame. But at the end of the day, he's there, and to ignore him is ignorant to me.
8: If you want to know who the greatest wrestling commentator alive today is, just ask Josh Matthews. He'll let you know the answer is himself. This is the sequel with no equal part two of the interview with Josh Matthews. It's about getting heat, Sharkboy, and more.
9: Plus two, Josh, I want to make a point here is that you are yourself. Okay. And that people like, you know, will sit there and, uh, and you know, they'll, they'll, they'll bury you. But they'll talk about other guys. Oh, you're disrespecting great. You know, you're you're not even. And bro, they, they bring up Moro Ronaldo, who I think is a fantastic announcer. But let's let's be honest. Moro Ronaldo is a, a puker, correct? The the way he does on oh. uh, the the way he delivers his 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 uh, his, his lines, right?
18: I, honestly, I've never heard him. I don't watch uh, their shows. So I, I've never heard him. I, I really, I'm not just like this isn't me saying that. I, I really haven't ever. I heard that he screams a lot, um, but I right. haven't heard his work. Well, I'll just say this: so people don't know what I'm talking about, it in in radio,
9: puking is when you're putting on basically it's not your like Josh speaks in his real voice, like that's like you're you're you announcing a show, but Moro turns his voice up to, to you like Brian like like Alvarez. Yeah, if, well, just whoever he is, and then and in radio we call it – like broadcasting they call that puking. Okay, it's basically you're using a different perfect per example, kind of like almost like like a little bit what KG does. KG, you're kind of like <laughs> well, KG, in, you're you're in, kind of a puker a little bit, right?
8: In the announcements, I try to, you know, turn it up a bit because I feel like it's a professional announcement, just like a voiceover or whatever, you know.
3: Conversely, Josh, just so you know, the Kermit, the frog voice from Disco, that's his. That's not puke. <laughs> yeah,
18: it was very. You know, discos, disco's right, though, because I, I don't – it's so funny because people – I've seen it on Twitter. They will say, like, what are they doing to your voice in post-production, and why does your voice sound like this? And people don't understand that our tapings are done in blocks, So there was a period of time where I was calling like seven shows in a matter of like two days. So I had no voice at the end. So the company isn't doing anything to my voice. They're not spending time and money and resources to change the way my voice sounds. The way I sound right now to you guys is the way that I talk at home to my wife is the way that I talk on the air. I don't change it up. And the worst, the biggest insult that anyone could ever give to a wrestler or announcer is that they're playing – wrestler or they're playing announcer that that's just not me i've always been genuine and i've always just been me like i'm not playing a character or playing a part or playing something that i think i should be because i watched jim ross do it as a kid like i'm out there doing what i think i should be doing based on instinct alone yeah plus right.
9: to, to, one thing i want to point out too josh i think another reason you get a lot of criticism it's like, like, like you look at the type of uh how, how the how the, the the typical wrestling fan today okay it's it's changed your wrestling finish changed over over the past 20 years it's more they're more kind of like nerdy. They're more social media oriented. They're, they're a lot more trolls and stuff. Like Do you think a lot of these fans? And you know, I, I think there's something to this. Do you think a lot of these fans are jealous that you have a hot wife, and that plays into this sometimes?
18: Oh, I don't know. I've never really given it that much thought. I, 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 you know, the one thing that Jeremy said to me on the show is that I'm a Ken doll with no balls. And you know, we're on television, like you're supposed to be like, keep yourself in shape and like go tanning and, you know, have get your teeth whitened. Like we're on TV. Like I would never show up on TV and look like, uh, like I'm not supposed to be. So to say that, like, hey you look like this, what announcers look like now. Well, yeah, because we're on TV. Like we're the face of, we're the car salesman for this company and we're trying to make it the best that it can be. So yeah, I I do spend money on suits and ties and spend time doing all that because I, I know that I'm presenting myself as, as the, as the face of the brand.
3: Bro, not only that, the great thing about it is that you guys, um, because during the taping, uh, you you remember how Jeremy would always bury you um, sometime during the show, and you had incredible heat with the people, and that's what's good, because now we have two guys that can talk, talk better than half the roster, really, you know, who are now characters on the show besides announcers, and have like an issue, and there's heat, because people don't like you, you know what I'm saying, and that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's all
18: good. And That was another thing that, um, you know, when the new people came in and took over and I said to them, um, I mean, I'll I'll just be really honest. I said to Jeff Jarrett the first night he was there, I said, Jeff, when I go out, listen, they they don't like me. And he started laughing and I went out and I came back later that night. He's like, dude, you said they didn't like you. I didn't believe you. Like, they don't like you. And we laughed and he's like, I got some ideas. And that was it. And and that's how it all kind of started. And I I think that it takes... um, You know, not take the wrestling mind to understand that, but really, like just to see that and say, okay, you know, we're gonna have some fun with this.
12: Yeah. Yes.
9: It's it's good to bro. It's good to have. It's better to have heat than have no reaction at all. You know. Uh huh. (laughs) So it's like, plus bro, let me tell you something: being a being a having people dislike you in in wrestling today is a very difficult skill to have because because too many people want to be liked by everybody. So embracing the fact that people don't like you, and it's like, okay, if you don't like me, I'm not, not going to try and win you over. You know, <laughs> just just like just embracing it is something that a lot of these guys don't know how to do these days, and I think you're doing a great job of it.
18: Oh, thanks, and my wife she really helps too. Like we were coming up with new music and just having fun. I was like, man, I really need cool music, and she goes, no, 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 you don't need cool music. You need, you know, dick music and heel music. And I said, oh, you're right, you're right. I don't, I don't need to be cool. I need to be this. And and, and so it sort of helps in, in that. You know, just being around it for as long as we both have, it kind of helps, I think, for sure.
3: Yeah, and it's great because that cocky demeanor comes off very naturally. And maybe you really are cocky like that. Whether you are or you aren't, the thing is it's uh, translating and it's generating heat and it's taking you to to, uh, to another level. Let me ask you real quick, when you were growing up, who were your favorite wrestlers growing up?
18: Um, I started watching, my first show that I ever saw was WrestleMania
3: Two or three,
18: two or three. I can't remember which one, but that's when I first started. And um, as I started watching more and more, like I got more into the style of, of you know, watching Rey Mysterio and uh, the Luchadors and, and what they were doing in WCW. That's what made me a fan. I was a WWE kid, like my whole life. But when WCW brought in um, the Luchadors and, and the guys with different styles and, and the Eddie Guerreros and, and the Rey Mysterios, then I learned about ECW. And that became my my promotion. That was it. What Paul Heyman was doing in Philly, and my brother was living in Ohio, and he would send me tapes um, until ECW got their their national deal. Um, but that was, you know, that was that was my world at that point. Rob Van Dam, guys like that. Uh, those are the guys that I mimicked as I tried to, uh, you know, do this as a for a living.
3: What a great era for wrestling, right?
18: Oh yeah, you're not kidding, man. That was just I was 19, I think, 18 or 19, uh, driving to the Odeum in Chicago to see um november to, no not november, anarchy rules um wow. the first paper that they did in chicago i mean it was just that was my those are my guys um for sure
3: you know who i was Ar- thinking about the other day who did such a great job during that era and he worked all the companies i mean he basically worked wcw out of releasing him to go with wwe and then went to ecw was when brian pillman was doing the loose cannon gimmick
18: yeah and then didn't he like continue to gimmick like backstage and, and he lived it and, and no yeah one
9: really oh yeah brian you were talking <laughs> right to, oh right? yeah bro we, we 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 had story i mean he was 100 percent living it was him that that was him We we told stories in this podcast where he was just like when we would do the disney tapings down there and be down there for 10 days he was just a lunatic man he would like uh, uh i mean just, you just didn't know like he was like he was entertainment like we'd go out at night and he would show up and we'd be like oh pillman's here you know <laughs> what's, what's going to do? You know, say, yo yeah, yeah, he, right. was, he was crazy man. He was, he was, he was the life of the party, bro. It was it was, it was, it was incredible. But Josh, real quick, like what you said, is perfect. Like I called, I, I told, uh, I called Sharkboy when, when he was on the show. I, I called him. He's just trying to be, you know, when people tweet about me, we, we do a podcast, okay? And this thing is on every week, and we have a well over a hundred thousand downloads every week, so it's, it's obviously relevant. And people always try to say to me is like, oh, you're just be relevant again so well we have over a hundred thousand people listening to this every every week i am kind of relevant shark boy is irrelevant and that is like a way for him to try to be relevant going like like do by
8: leveraging leveraging off other people's stuff
9: leveraging off other people's stuff and on on twitter no to to be he doesn't even have a form other than social media like every other mark on the planet does you know but he takes cheap shots at me on twitter all the time
18: i just don't get it i don't understand i don't understand
3: it yeah well, that that happens a lot, bro. Uh, uh, Glenn calls it the – What what game? That sucker punch yeah, the game? Knock,
9: the knockout game. He plays the knockout game with me. Just for you know, I don't you know, I don't tweet about Shark Boy or nothing. He just you know, may I don't have a whole bunch of followers, but I don't know why he try to be relevant. You know, throwing
18: my name out there. So
3: you know, but you know what the knockout game is, Josh.
18: Yeah, yeah, I do. I've seen it on YouTube. It's, it's sad <laughs> right. the, the society that we live in and the world that we live in. And Disco's right. That's the kind of guy that Sharkboy is. I never mentioned him. <laughs> I never brought him up. I didn't follow him. I actually met him when we were in uh, doing TV, I think, in Pennsylvania or New York. And I, I told him, I said, man, I'm a fan of yours. I like what you do. I think you're hilarious. You're basically stealing Stone Cold Steve Austin's gimmick and you're making it funny. You're making it work for you. Like the guy himself isn't even relevant. He has to, you know, do the deal where he, he tries to be somebody else. I don't understand. What whatever. You, hey, you don't what-
3: whatever. Josh, would you equate him to that guy when you know like when you're in the bumper cars and you get stuck in the corner and you can't get out and the guy comes all the way from the other side and just rams you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that's the best best analogy that you could make. He's
18: not, he's that guy that when all the other people are pointing at somebody, like, he jumps in on that. He doesn't have a, a mind of his own. He just wants to, hey, that guy's having a hard time. I'm going to jump in on this. I'm not going to think for myself and think, maybe that guy needs some help, or maybe I can help this guy out. He's the guy that's going to be right on the bandwagon because, you know, he doesn't have hey, – again, I'm going to say all this stuff, and then he's going to come back and want to do something, and that's not going to happen. So,
3: so it's you know, right here, dead and buried, uh, boom. Yeah,
18: Yeah. dead yeah. and buried, dead
15: and well buried. Said.
3: Thanks. Okay. So, well, okay, where can we find you? Any projects you got coming up that you want to plug? Um,
18: I got some stuff in the works, something I can plug right now. You could just follow me on Twitter at Real Josh Matthews. But if you say anything stupid, I will absolutely block you. <laughs> That's
9: <awesome. laughs> That's cool, brother. It's good to have you on, man. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good
8: day. Thanks again to Josh Matthews for taking the time to chop it up. Check him out every Thursday night on Pop TV. Unimpact Wrestling, and send them a shout on Twitter at Real Josh Matthews. Pro wrestling and comic books have a lot of similarities. Both are widely misunderstood by the masses, and both are art forms in their own right. We invited the creator of the Headlock graphic novel series, Michael Kingston, on to talk about the exciting new book up on Kickstarter.com right now. Just search for the words, Headlocked. The next book in this gritty coming-of-age wrestling drama includes exclusive stories by Ric Flair, Mick Foley,
2: Cody Rhodes. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
12: This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.
2: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kenny Omega
8: with a cover by Jerry the King Lawler. Take it away, guys. do you want to have that uh the headlocked comic the comic book eye on for five minutes or whatever? Do you want to do that today or tomorrow?
3: Uh whenever he's ready, bro, yeah, for five minutes, yeah.
8: Yeah, he can do it. He just needs ten minutes notice. But I can tell him we'll do it after
3: the intro. All right. Who's this guy? Remember the guy KG was banging from the uh, uh. from the comic con thing? <laughs> oh my It's the not that's not true. He's the
8: the writer of bit. the the very popular Headlocked comic book series. Uh, it's like a wrestling graphic novel series, and Is all that the, the...
3: One Shane Helm sent me a video. Yes. Of? Yeah,
8: did you see that? Di?
3: I think you yeah, buried one of them. No, I didn't
9: bury one of them. Somebody else did.
3: Okay. Yeah. Oh no, but, I, didn't. Uh, no I did.
9: No, I did bury. Yeah, because I said that uh, because he came up with the Jewish name.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> Shanes was actually good.
9: No, what well, wasn't the character's name like Noah Horowitz or something like that?
3: Labinowitz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Barry. <laughs> Noah, <laughs> Barry. Labinowitz. Jewish No, oh, It
9: was like Noah Horowitz. I think was like the, the guy's name.
3: No, no, no. Like <laughs> <character. laughs> Yeah. No, yeah. Barry Horowitz is a wrestler. No, it wasn't Barry Horowitz. No, no, it was like Barry Lebinowitz. Whatever it was.
8: You know, there's a a cosplay based pro wrestler now.
9: Well, that they used to do those. The the the, the Briscoes guys used to run an organization like that called um, Super uh, Super Championship Wrestler or something from Florida. Like so the, 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 all superheroes in the ring. It was ridiculous. Ben Temple al- was uh, was the guy that. Uh, a Please tell ben. me okay, how tro- many tro- tro- ben, tell- it was, it was still have all these, these characters dressed dressed up like come like cosplay.
3: How many guys or, or would wrestling? are in the Briscliz? What do you say guys? Like what, there's seven of them or something like that, maybe? Seven. How no. many of them are single? Seven? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, there's a reason, bro. I know. <laughs> Give me a break.
8: So we got Mike Kingston here on the phone. This is of course KG, and uh what's up, Disco and Conan?
3: Yo, what's up? Go ahead and start it off, to, um, uh, uh,
8: KG. Yo, Conan, everyone's been talking about this headlock graphic novel. They got incredible con- – no, nah, it's kind of too silly. Uh, yo, Conan. Yo, Conan. What's up? <laughs> yo, I wanted you to holler at my boy, Mike Kingston, from the headlock graphic comic series. They got this amazing new book about
3: to drop. All right, man. Well, tell us about it, Mike. What's going on?
7: Hey, we, uh, we got a Kickstarter going right now to, uh, to fund our next book. We've got A, a Real Murderer's Room of Contributors. Uh, Rick Flair is doing a story for the book. Mick Foley is doing a story for the book. Cody Rhodes, Kenny Omega. And today we just announced our special uh, stretch goal uh, contributor, uh, Penta Zero M, to uh, avoid any uh, potential trademark issues.
3: Or is it by coincidence or design that Disco hasn't been asked to uh, participate?
7: You know, I don't, we, uh, we haven't had the uh, pleasure of meeting yet. You know,
3: I'm always uh, down to collaborate with whoever.
7: I will tell you this.
3: Disco has this. a good story to tell.
9: I will, no, I will tell you this. I would like to well, – how great would it be is if, if I took my my Martian invasion angle
3: right, and, and brought it to uh, Headlock Comics. That would be incredible. Wow. Add the gimmick that has been forever been married to you, but isn't uh, the building uh, gimmick well, yes. too? The building, the, 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 or the building? We,
9: we uh, the build. We, there's there's three different things we could do. There's three potential right. storylines for headlock comics. Number one, of course, is the alien invasion angle. Right, Martian invasion. Well, Mars. Specifically, the Martians. Let's get that correct. Um, also, the uh, the debut of the Invisible Man. Right, could be a great topic <laughs> soon. And and then of course the uh, the trials and tribulations of Bill Dink, the evil architect. <laughs> yeah. You got those, three stories up those, did,
7: did
3: in, did those uh, get you, right. did those get your creative juices flowing? Yeah, I mean, I'm always down. I'm down for whatever. Now, I saw one, did you have something to do with the Shane uh, Helms one where it's like a video thing?
7: Yeah, yeah, that was a story that we did and we actually we made enough money with our last Kickstarter that we we made it as a stretch goal. We made it a motion comic. And that was really cool because Shane, we actually worked out that story while he was, in, he was in a waiting room waiting to get an MRI done on his neck and not knowing that if his wrestling career was over. So it ended up being like a real, like if you watch it, it's a real powerful story. And it's even more, I think, when you know the, the circumstances behind how we put it together.
3: Yeah. No, that that was uh, that was really, really well done. All right, man. We'll wait, wait, every... just wrote, no, wait. Just yeah.
7: a real, real, real quick question.
9: Yeah. Whose idea was it uh, to use the name Lance Horowitz? <laughs>
7: Uh, well, the guy's name that it's based off of the uh, his, his name is Lance. So, you know, I like to try to stick little rando Easter eggs in to pop myself, and you know, I was always a big fan of fan of uh, Barry Horowitz. So we I mean, really, yeah, you know, we throw little things like that in there. So
9: just for, so real quick, who who you the, <laughs> the first person I've ever heard of, that he was a big fan of Barry Horowitz. <laughs>
8: Yeah, and you said Michael also that uh, this this book is all completely funded by fans and all that. So how how do people get involved in getting a copy and making uh, the series continue?
7: Uh, we're we're on Kickstarter. It's Headlocked the Hard Way is this version. If you're if you're late to the party, you can pledge and get a copy of the first volume, which has stories by uh, Samoa Joe, MVP, and the Young Bucks. Um, we have uh, you can get any of the books, all of the books, but the wrestling generated content is only available through Kickstarter.
3: All right, thank you, my brother.
7: Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. You know, this thing's a, a labor of love, and I just want people to people to see it and find out about it and hopefully dig what we're uh, what we're putting out.
3: Oh, yeah, man, that's right. We're here to help, to help you promote it because we believe in the product. I've read a couple things. I know KG's a big fan. You've always been a friend of the show. Hopefully you'll be collaborating with Disco on the Martian Invasion Angle, and uh, so it's all good to put your stuff over thanks man i really
8: appreciate that
3: all right thanks be cool cool, my brother
8: shout out to all the comic book heads and to michael kingston for taking the time to chop it up with us send him a shout and follow him and what he's doing on twitter at headlocked comic and go to kickstarter.com right now and type in headlocked and then peep out that hard way kickstarter it's almost fully funded So get involved, look at all the cool perks you get back and support the Headlocked Graphic Novel Series. It's that magical time in the show, a time that the Disco Inferno absolutely despises and abhors. I'm talking about that Mass Republic Minute with Kevin Kleinrock.
1: Respetable público, lucharán dos de tres caídas sin límite de tiempo. En esta esquina...
3: Yo, <laughs> and we're back with Disco's favorite segment of the show, the Mass Republic Minute. Boom.
9: I want to start this off hot. Right. Okay. M- again? Well, none no, of this, this is nothing to complain about, but there was there was big big news pertaining specifically to a uh, uh, somebody that I've been uh, spoken of in the past, and I know personally, and I'm talking about my friend, uh, a guy that I've helped train here in Las Vegas, Kevin Cross,
6: uh-huh.
9: and the impact that he made uh, this weekend. You want to uh, elaborate on that, Mr. Kleinrock?
19: Well, sure. Yeah, actually, one of the things I wanted to talk with Conan about was the big weekend in Mexico. One of the big things being Triple that was, wor- that was the
9: worst. That was very annoying, <laughs> and that's yeah, the worst was, one really. ever. Yeah. If, you're gonna start do- <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna start doing it like the like the the Mexican soccer announcer, like, like
19: if you're gonna start right. doing that, right. yeah,
9: we we, we right. just made just right. suspend yeah. you from the show. Right? Yeah. So that's disgusting. Triple a is <laughs> But anyway,
19: so Triple A had de Reyes over the weekend, and the. They did something very interesting, and I wanted to get Conan's take on this and what, what Disco was referring to as part of this match. Uh, they did a match where it was the mega champion, which is like the, the A world champion, and the cruiserweight champion, and the Latin American champion, so all three of their singles titles in a three-way, and Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, walked away with all three belts, now the first ever AAA champion, triple a crown champion and uh, he did so when kevin cross uh disco protege interfered and helped him win um and so i guess we can we can uh talk about cross for for a few moments here and then uh, i wanted to get conan your your opinion on kind of the the idea of putting all three titles including a heavyweight title and a cruiserweight title together for one championship reign
3: well, I think they just did it because they don't want Morrison to leave.
9: Well, well, too. But here's the thing, too, bro. You know that. Uh, you know DeJoseph is is the Booker now in uh, in a uh, AAA.
8: You mean Triple A, bro? But, but, but uh,
9: well, I'm just saying this. He's got. Let me tell you something. here's the backstory. Of this Krista Joseph is very high on Kevin Cross. Okay. I'm very high on Kevin Cross. I think the WWE has completely dropped the ball by not picking this guy up. He is he is by far one of the most entertaining guys in the business today. And all you have to do is just go to his YouTube channel and watch his YouTube videos. They're better than 99 percent of the stuff that's on 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 TV today. Okay, and I will I will say that and, you, and just watch it. The guy is unbelievably is it uh, better is it better than that Southpaw wrestling? That is 100 <laughs> times better than Southpaw <laughs> wrestling. Kevin Cross. Kevin Cross, and because he can fight for real, comes across as a legit badass, psychopathic, tough
3: guy. So is he like okay. an MMA guy or what is he? Yeah,
9: he's like an MMA guy. He does, he's, yeah. you know, he, he like strong style and stuff,
19: everything. But but his persona and his character
10: is very are better-
19: and Now I want to ask a question about this link here. If I just heard you correctly, you put over yourself as his trainer. You put over Chris De Joseph. Are are we seeing you angling now to try to get in on on AAA Creative? Is this where Disco turns his his oh. his mind on on Mexican wrestling oh. and his,
9: what's you know? the Spanish
8: word for building? Oh,
19: nothing.
9: I just know I just know for a fact that Joseph was high on this guy and said that you know that uh that they like. That I'm I'm just speaking for Kevin. I'm not speaking
3: okay. You know what? Kevin. Wait one minute for the building thing. But go ahead. Okay. <laughs> That
8: was a cheap
9: shot. We yeah. need to take back that kazoo. You need to
3: take no, back that kazoo. No, that's to him. That's the KG oh. for the building. Oh, he did the. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Did you hear song. him? He says, "How do you say building in Spanish?" For tree playoffs, oh, oh, that's fun.
19: That, did you really? But, no, no. Yeah. On, <laughs> <you're just> on, <laughs> on
3: Kevin Cross,
19: though, we uh, Master Public. We actually did an event in Vegas uh, last year, a, like a private event that we got hired for for a trade show. And we uh, we worked with Future Stars of Wrestling to put some of their guys against Psychosis and, and some of the other uh, Lucha guys that we brought in. And Kevin completely impressed us and uh, was someone that we were looking forward to working with in the future. And we thought it was really cool when uh, he got picked up by Lucha Underground. And it was cool
3: to see him uh, show up okay. as a surprise. we not in, talking uh, about Kevin when they were already talking about Kevin. We'd already moved on from this guy. But yeah.
19: go ahead. <laughs> All right. Well, so one of the other things that happened at uh, at Rey de Reyes was the the super long I think it was two and a half year reign of Taya Valkyrie as the Triple A Reina de Riena champion, the women's oh, champion. Oh, so
3: butchered that! That's awesome. <laughs> Did I, I
19: killed that. All right.
8: <laughs> that uh, is awesome. But, could you repeat but, uh, that one more
19: time? No, I cannot. Uh, Please, can you repeat
8: that for the
3: viewers at home?
19: Reina de Riena.
3: Better, but still no cigar. Go ahead.
19: All right. So what what I thought was interesting, though, was when reading the stats, it wasn't even that she held the belt for two and a half years, but it was that I think this was only her fifth title defense in those two and a half years. And I know that it's traditional in in Lucha Libre, especially in, in AAA and CMLL, Singles titles really don't get defended that much, but what what do you does that seem even excessively long between defenses? And do you think that that's something that kind of should change as they look at you know eye pay per view and things that bring Mexican wrestling outside of Mexico to the world? Or do you think that's going to remain a staple of you know lucha libre is these you know super long time between defenses of singles belts?
3: Oh, bro, that was just uh, – um, well, first of all, before I even talk about Taya, uh, how about the the ovation Dorian got when he went into the ring?
19: That was tremendous, if I can borrow a word from you. The yes. fact that he is now getting booed. And it's not – you know, <laughs> when Stephanie McMahon goes to the ring
6: – She's a, a heel character. figure.
19: She's supposed right. to get booed. But when Dorian is getting booed because the people know what a piece of crap he is, And they're letting, you know, everybody else know how they feel about him. I I would be lying if I said that that didn't make me smile.
3: Well, what I want to know is then, have you been working on the disco toy figure?
19: I actually have. And I'm going to let people in. It's not going to be with. (laughs) But I have found a manufacturer willing and ready to create some Disco Inferno toys, and as soon as I have the first prototype, it might be a few more weeks, I'm going to share it exclusively at patreon.com Conan and give those people. It's going to be a very limited edition. So we'll let the Patreon members have first crack at purchasing it, and then if there are any left, we'll bring it here to the, uh, the regular keeping it 100 listeners. and
3: uh, we'll Boom, yo, D.I., uh, does, does
19: right. that get him off the list or no? Not yeah, I mean, he can speak about that, but it's you
9: know that that could all Until be fake. you see it. It can right. be fake news. You know, it can be totally yeah. fake news. Yeah. Um, but I, I will. I will say this is that. Um, uh, why do you keep promoting, bro? T- tell them to go. It's Conan.me That's the website. it's less letters. Uh, K O N N A N. Me is the Patreon site. That's all you got to type in on your on the internet.
3: Boom. <laughs> Good looking. Um, all right, man. So let us know that this segment was brought to you by Boom. Triple
19: A, Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre, Lucha Lute, Adoles and Tijuana, Biggest Toy Company, and Disco Inferno's Pro Wrestling T-Store.
9: And you know what else is brought to you by? Future Stars of Wrestling and the Disco Inferno, Trainer Future Stars of Wrestling.
3: Boom. I I I do like the fact you did take another shot at Reina de Reinas. Very smart. (laughs) I can't even say it right. (laughs) Reina de Reinas. That was better than wait. that that was pretty good.
9: How come you can't roll your R's?
3: I mean,
19: if you're gonna do do, if you're gonna do this, you need to learn to roll the R's. Well, so here's the thing, and I honestly don't know if it's legit why I can't or not. The very odd, very odd factoid. You know how you have that line that goes down the middle of your tongue? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mine's not down the middle. It's, like, crooked. It's very hot. So I don't know if I can't roll my R's because of that, or I'm just horrible at Spanish. One of the
9: two. That might be. Well, don't try to use that as an explanation of why you annoyed me. Right?
8: <laughs> I just can't believe Morrison's the triple A crown champion now.
9: The triple A, Triple-A crown. Yeah, if you did that, that, yeah. that extended triple A next time, like the Mexican soccer That's announcer. That's he. That's for, he. That, we just may cut you I mean seriously Joe will be I'm, I'm going to have uh, our producer's finger on the, on the hang up button and I'll just give him the signal if you do that
3: alright Tremendous
8: Richard is one of the most talked about names in the wrestling game right about now. And it's great to share with you this old school discussion on everything from brother love to old school wrestling and beyond. Yo, what's
3: up, Bruce?
5: Oh, man, it's all good. Good to finally be on.
3: Oh, man, good to have you on here. Well, this is Conan, obviously, Disco Inferno's the co-host. Um, and, uh, Kevin Gill is the other co-host and then Joseph is the producer. So just so you know, we're all here on the line with you. Beautiful.
5: Hello yes. everybody.
3: How you doing? Hello. Man?
5: How, How you are you today? That's the
3: one. All right, Bruce. Uh, let's start this off with the, you know, with the elephant in the room. First of all, thank you for being on the show. We'll put you over at the beginning. So we don't really do big introductions. And if you don't know who Bruce Pritchard is, go Google him. Boom. Uh, and so, uh, Bruce, the, the the elephant in the room. Do you, what is long, What is bigger, Disco Inferno's nose or a foot long sub? Wow, <laughs> wow, well, I
5: know. I've never been in the room with Disco's nose and a sub at the same time.
9: That would be hard to tell. Right. Uh, okay. Very disrespectful. There's a running rib on this show, uh, Bruce. And I don't know if you ever listen to this, but uh, everybody's. Uh, I, I'm I'm kind of the. Um, I guess I'm the heel. I guess cuz the, the baby faces are always trying to go go over on the, on, on this show. So it's like uh, well, I'm a heel too so it's, it's, yeah. it works. And I, I, yeah. I take the I I take the bumps, you know, I'll powder out every once in a while but like I I I'm, I'm I'm a good sport about it here so. <laughs> you feel, uh, well, feel I got I got I've got thick skin. So
3: okay, Bruce, it works, it works. Right? Bruce, so let me write uh, uh... Right off the bat, because obviously this was a big thing between you and me and everybody's going to bring it up if I don't bring it up. So obviously I want everybody to know the thing that went down with me and Bruce about the phone call. You know, we chopped it up down there in Orlando and, um, you know, everything's cool between us. uh, And, you know, I just want everybody to know that. But I think the um, the main thing to me uh, that 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 I really wanted to get into is your uh, brother love character. Well, cool, man. He was a lot of fun. Bro, I just wanted to say, let me just say something real quick, Bruce. And um, I loved everything, how you were dressed with the white suit. I love the the pre-Trump face, you know. (laughs) uh, You know. Red
8: is the new orange. (laughs) Yes.
3: And, bro, it was, and plus it was so topical because of all the stuff that was going, you know, down with all the TV evangelists back then. That was such an incredible character. Well, you
5: know what? The crazy thing about it is, is I just lucked out on timing because I debuted the character and three weeks later, Jim Baker got caught sleeping with his secretary in in the hotel room in Miami or down in Florida and I was made. So it was, it was just pure
3: luck (laughs) more than anything else. But okay. But, but that, that's good to have luck, but you played that character perfectly. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh man, I live that
6: character.
3: <laughs> it was, it I, was it, good, bro. You know what I
9: love about it too is that I, I actually, I actually tweeted it out one time. Uh, is that your your debut for your character that 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 promo? To me, is one of the greatest pro- heel promos in the history of professional wrestling, because when when you just kept going, I love you, I love, and just say, bro, you could just hear the crowd just starting to just like like they immediately like the character debuts. And the crowd just immediately just starts hating your guts right off the bat, you know. Right. What I'm saying Yeah, you know, but I'm just saying it's like this. It, it's like it's a, it's 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 a difficult sell these days. You know what I'm saying? Like say, say like because people look back and they'll look at that character. and they'll go, Oh, whatever you know. But bro, that's back when fans, you know, were passionate. You know, like like these days, if Brother Love debuted, I would I wouldn't be surprised if the fans tried to hijack. To promo and start chanting something like you know like 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 some stupid chant or something you know you know what I'm saying, but that's what I love yeah, about that, that. Part of we love you chant or something. Right, or something right. He like says right. so. There's something <laughs> like that. You know what I'm And it's like <laughs> I love I love going back and watching old stuff like that because that's back to me when wrestling was like it was wrestling was it was perfect, you know, over the top characters. And the crowd responded accordingly, you know. And I love, bro. I'm saying, bro, brother, love was one of my favorite characters of all time, by far.
5: Well, thank you, man. It was a, it was a great time because, like I said, people believed.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: They believed, and they wanted to believe, and they didn't want anybody telling them
12: anything else. Well,
9: bro, it was, just, it was well, a great just, time well, just to just be real, in the business. Well, just real quick too. It's just it's the way the suspension of disbelief was back then too. It's like the suspension exactly. of disbelief has gotten all warped these days. You know, you know what I'm saying. It's like we can't like, like you could suspend disbelief and 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 hate brother love, but it's like right the, today the suspension disbelief is like some it's it's a weird thing. I don't I don't even know what – I don't even know what what level fans are uh, except wrestling on, you know, because like because there's so many of them that just come to the shows these days just to get themselves over. You know what I'm saying? And it's it yep. wasn't like that back then.
5: No, it was a place for the talent to get over.
9: Yeah. if
5: they could, <laughs> yeah,
9: exactly. If they could, exactly. That's it. That's
3: it. You know, you, you believed your gimmick, and you made you made the audience believe your gimmick. Right, and it's hard. They had now. no choice. And even though, and and one of the problems that we were talking about too, it's so hard now to believe in wrestlers that look like teenagers.
5: When when guys you know get in the ring and they look you know they're smaller than than the audience members or they don't have, they don't have that, that feel. You know, it's one thing I, I, Conan, I told you this story in Orlando, but I'll share it with everybody, man. Eddie Guerrero was not the biggest guy in the world, but I remember sitting in the hard camera section. I was in the crowd. People didn't know who I was. And I, I was sitting there watching a match in Houston, Texas between Batista and Eddie Guerrero. And the two guys sitting behind me said, one of the guys, first time there, he says, you mean to tell me that that little guy was the heavyweight champion? And his buddy says to him, he goes, hey, that little guy in a real fight would kick that big guy's ass. Yeah. <laughs>
9: yeah. For Bruce, so not Bruce, about I, size. Bruce, I, I bring up this point. Tell me if you Tell me if you agree or disagree with me on this. Is that you know, like Eddie Guerrero was, was small, but he was like he was a grown ass man, and came came across as that. It's like a lot of these guys. These are like I watched I watched the show the, the two hundred five show, the, uh, the the cruiserweight show they have in the WWE now, right? And bro, those guys to me, I, I don't know if you, you you know you feel the same way, but they're they're closer to looking like like eighth graders than they are to like like grown up men. And I think that like yeah. when you talk about the fan in the crowd, you know, like like I'm the fan in the crowd. And that's what I see. But when I would see though, I've I've worked with Eddie Guerrero, you know, like you said, he was like, bro, the the guy he would, it's like you look in the ring, is like, I don't want to fight that guy, you know, because that guy looks like he'll kick my ass in in a fight, even if he he's he's small and everything, but he looks like he can fight. It's like it's got we've gotten away from the model so much of where guys look like they can fight, to where like okay, these guys are in in, they're in the ring and they're just performing for us, you know what I'm saying? to To me, that's a hard it's it's a hard sell to like you know we're we're the we've turned into like the the old the old timer guys you know like we're like the old veterans the haters and stuff <laughs> you know but, but i'm saying but there is something to that you know you can't ignore like what the difference was back when we wrestled and or when we performed back back to the way the product is today and I, I think it's uh i i feel kind of like um not disrespected but uh I feel misunderstood when I talk, like when we talk about these things. But it's
3: almost like you're trying to return to an era that just passed, you know. And so, for example, I think, and tell me what you think about this, Bruce, is that that's where we're headed, you know, where we're headed now, where not everybody's gonna look like a tough guy, and it's more on performance, you know, and and they'll have a tough guy sprinkled in here and there, where before it was the other way around, where people knew they were tough guys for real, and and that sold tickets, you know but now it's you know turned into something else what do you think about that
5: well uh, you're right it is that is the direction that the business is going however i do believe that we are missing a lot of the nuances and the fundamentals that do make a difference i was talking to chris jericho and i and i told chris watching chris work right now he stands out so far head and shoulders above everybody else on the show in my opinion because of the little shit he does. Right. He's a heel, he'll, he will bow up and then just take that one step back. And his right. body language tells you everything. It's the, little, it's the little details that make a difference. It was, I, I'm, I'm gonna, God, I don't believe I'm going to actually put you over, but put you over. When you went out and cut the promo on impact, you waited and you paused. And you didn't make them channel long. You made them listen. And that was a nuance. They, want, they were waiting, they were waiting, they were watching. But you made them wait till you were ready. And that's the difference. A lot of guys would have gone out there and just cut the promo. I got the mic, I go in the ring, I cut my promo now. But you feel the room, you read the room, and you do what needs to be done at the time.
9: Bruce, I have quick question. How, how old are you? 54 54 so you grew up okay so bro i, I when I, I did jericho's podcast we talked about this too is i'm, I'm for i'm 49 he's i think chris is forty five, forty six right now whatever it is but uh but bro did you i think this is it's all this we grew up as fans watching the guys that knew that knew how to do the nuances okay so when we broke in we kind of like were educated by watching these guys doing the nuances, do, doing those those things, the heelish things, the powdering out. The, you know, just just like the, the little things of like you know, like punching, throwing and selling punches correctly. You know, just, just like like simple basic things that like we grew up watching. Bro, it's like this. Should, the generation of wrestlers today, they grew up watching a different product that we watched. You know what I'm saying? True. So, like, th- there yeah. aren't the nuances. So you're not even, like, really watching a lot of the nuanced things that, that that the greatest performers in this business have done over the years. It's like you're just watching, the, you know, the acrobatics of professional wrestling days, and that's what these guys are growing up with compared to, like, the guys that, that, that we did, that that we grew up watching, you know?
5: But I guess the, the difference is, and in, in what should, in my opinion, happen is that if they did do the nuances, it would be better from a storytelling standpoint, and I think that there would be more interest. You know, I, I, was, I started when I was 10 years old, and I was around the business. I was getting a payday and working, selling programs, doing TV, whatever I could do. And I'd get around the old-timers and just keep my mouth shut and listen. The, the things that we're saying right now were being, were being said by the old-timers 40 years ago. And they would bitch about these damn young kids coming in, and ah, and this and this one they want to do those damn suplex things. Uh, (laughs) Leave that for the amateurs. I'm not doing that new shit. You're never gonna get me to do that. (laughs) Right, that bro,
3: that's awesome.
5: But I go back, and and, and it was a conversation with Nick Kozak, who's an old timer, one of the guys that helped train my brother and I and stuff, and Lufes. And Lou, you know, had that reputation for being a hooker and being a tough guy, and Lou says, real world champion. And Lou's talking about, well, back in my day, and this guy, and I hooked him, and I had to teach him a lesson. And, you know, they they were going to get smart with me here, but I had to do this. And Nick Kozak, who you could probably classify as a journeyman wrestler, hypes up says, you know what, Lou? Huff you. I can say huff you on here, right? Sure, yes.
3: Okay, and you can um, also and you can also direct all heinous and uh, vile remarks to KG. Go ahead to Disco, right? I think I think that's to KG. Disco, but we'll right.
8: fix that uh, up post.
5: Right. I'm sorry. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Just leave it. I'll, I'll I'll try to be good. But hey, but he was like, "Boo!" It was a work back then, and that's what made it draw money. It's a work now, which is how we make money. And for this business to exist, it has to continue to be a work. But the fundamentals will never change. Right. And you got to have some fundamentals and you got to be able to tell stories and be able to engage an audience that wants to watch you and pay money to see you. Right.
8: We could easily do an entire episode with Bruce Pritchard. The man has stories for days, but what we're going to do is we're going to stop it right here. And I'm going to ask you to check out to something to wrestle with podcast on MLW and audio. Boom. Featuring Bruce Pritchard, give him a follow on Twitter at Bruce Pritchard. Let him know what you thought of his appearance on the show. And peep him every Thursday night on Impact Wrestling on Pop TV, not to mention MLWRadio.com, the home of Marty DeRosa.
3: Yo, man, it's the end of the show, but uh, I wanted to say something real quick. Uh, I saw that um, Southern Pro thing you told me about. Oh, South oh, Paul yeah.
9: regional wrestling.
3: Right. Um. Uh, you gave it a disco. I believe you gave it a a B minus, right? Right. KG gave it an A minus, right? Mm-hmm. Joe, what did you see that?
17: Yeah, I saw it. I there was some there were some things I enjoyed. I think it's getting a little bit Get, too much. Give place. me a grade.
3: Grade. Give me a grade.
17: B, a B, solid B.
3: And this is the guy that did the brutal segue last week into the apology. Tremendous. Okay. That was brutal. Should have had violin music. (laughs) (laughs) Like stepped all over my joke and just, no wonder people are going, how come this guy came on and he was so um, serious and I was defending him. I go, well, he's trying to give you a reason why the show's late. Yeah, but it sounded like, and then when I heard, I was like, somebody was like,
8: it sounds like somebody. Yeah. Yeah. They thought somebody from the show had like been in an accident or something.
3: Right. This is what this is what you said, Di. You said that, if I remember correctly, you said that the the concept was great, but the execution wasn't that good, right? Right. Yeah, bro. I gave it a C, and I think the exact same thing. I thought the concept was great, really mm-hmm. good, and the execution was not good.
9: Yeah, like like do you agree that if me, you, Borash, and Madden, and uh, like Raven like right. like did did that, how funny would
3: that be? Yeah, bro, that would be hilarious, but nobody was really that funny. Was there a character that was really funny to you? Not not really. That's the whole thing. I, I didn't,
9: like, Cena looked
3: funny because he was trying to be McMahon, but he didn't really say funny lines.
9: Right, right. Exactly.
8: You know? but You uh, didn't think Chad Too Bad was funny?
9: Alright. I mean, it's just like it wasn't... I didn't, too I bad, didn't, I didn't the laugh blonde out guy?
8: Yeah, the wheezing, out. the wheezing blonde-haired guy. Yeah. That wasn't that funny. I didn't laugh did out.
9: La- I didn't laugh out loud. Did you laugh out loud, Kevin?
8: I laughed out loud when he did that that extended wheeze, like when he first came out, and uh just his hair. I thought he was hilarious, man, and, and the the stuff with uh with text. You know what I mean? I enjoyed okay, the,
9: it. Right. That was the
8: highlight let, of the whole thing let, for me.
9: But let us now, uh, Kevin. You, you see what he's doing here, Conan? No. These, those two guys are the guys that get in the tickets.
8: <laughs> oh, no, their favorite performers
3: are right? mine. Yeah. Right, right, yeah,
9: right. right. Same thing, bro. Tickets, he yep. did
3: the same thing to you. He buried you for 36 Ahmad shows. And the minute huh? you did that that interview for him, you guys were like a little bit of a little bit of a romance going on and and now same thing. Like probably when are they back in San Jose next month or something?
8: I'm not KG? sure. I believe okay. they actually do have a, a
3: pay-per-view uh, I wow. just saw... what a coincidence, Glenn. No, no,
9: no, 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 Time <laughs> out. Time out. Well, well, not next week, but what about next week? WrestleMania. Who's got your WrestleMania tickets for you, Kevin?
8: Um, I currently do not have WrestleMania tickets. I would very much like a pair of WrestleMania tickets, but uh tickets have not uh, <laughs> Okay. All right. Can we, can we
9: can we put it out there now? I'd
8: There's love a, to put it out there. I, it out I haven't there. asked Guys, anyone for if you tickets.
9: Kevin is a uh, is is a uh, like like the like the flight to Japan. What? He is, he's begging, he's begging for WrestleMania tickets. Okay, thank you, go. Try to, hey, get, you're to get extra, Are you not, not trying to get free tickets? Yes or no?
8: It would be a nice part if someone has an extra ticket laying around. There's uh, often comps and other other things. You know, I'd be happy asking, to talk about it on a on a asking, future podcast, possibly in person report.
9: Let me see this. Okay, are you so? The, how long is the show? Like five hours, right? Correct. And you probably got to get there a half hour before it starts. Five, five, six hours, right? So are you going to offer the person that, that brings you to the show um, six hours of, of on-demand audio content if they, uh, if they get the ticket for you and take you to the show?
8: If they choose to experience uh, KG on-demand audio, I mean, I don't think I would do it for six straight hours. But I could certainly provide them with an interactive audio entertainment experience.
3: That's interesting. I'd take that off the table, bro. Just ask for the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I really would.
8: Someone asked for uh, some on-demand audio content when I was in Vegas for Ring of Honor.
3: Probably drunk.
8: Um, man.
3: It was Vegas, after all. Right. And it was you. <laughs> but uh, let me ask you another question.
9: Me, I, uh, no, I, got, I got a quick question, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to ask you this. Did you participate in any of the chants... At the show last week at the Future Stars of Wrestling show,
8: did I participate in any of the chants? I don't believe that I did.
9: Okay, so you did not. You were not in the, the "F that Owl" chant. I, I okay. was
8: filming. I was filming your segment at the time, and I I, I refrained from adding any audio yeah. right. content. So you were not demand.
9: participating when I asked the fans if they wanted to. Do, if one of this is awesome chant, you did not participate in the this is awful chant. Did you?
8: No, I thought it was great when you asked for a this is awesome chant, though.
9: Right.
6: <laughs>
8: Well, you think I was I, – I, you're concerned that I was cheering along with uh, – the entire crowd was cheering against you, yes. But I remained silent due to my filming Jesus. responsibility.
3: I have to, I need to look at the tape. I'm yeah. going to check the tape and make sure that – Plus, right. he's the same guy that sent that Ricky Hustle guy out of the – unprovoked, out pro- of the blue. I didn't send to him. Dallas. Yeah. And hey, let me tell you this bury too. you. He didn't talk to me about anything else. We were there four hours. He did not talk to me about anything else. He buried you and he put over KG. Are you serious? Yes, this, I told you that, Linda. This Andrew.
9: Ricky Hustle guy has like 36 Twitter followers, okay? And all he's doing right now, every tweet that he's making is is trying to bury me. Right. I don't even know who this guy is.
15: Right. Rick, it's like- Ricky
9: Hustle, you know?
8: Who's <laughs> like, Ricky well, Hustle? Well, here's the thing. Uh, believe it or not, I was contacted earlier today by Ricky Hustle. He wanted me to extend a thank you to Conan for taking the time to do the interview that uh conan did but he also had something else to say something that disco may find uh interesting what did he say uh he's gonna be on espn radio tonight so he said he was gonna send a shout out to keeping it 100 and that he was gonna bury you and i thought that was since you're such a big sports fan you know getting buried on a on a a big no this was a he met he contacted me privately regarding this
9: let me tell you what he tweeted to four hours ago tonight i joined my frenemy at the rick diamond on okay first of all He's not on, on ESPN radio. He's on like a local channel that, that carries ESPN, right? He's on, on at ESPN 977. We will talk WrestleMania, Wrestle Circus, and the, at the Real Disco. Well, at least two-thirds will draw. That's what this guy tweeted, this Ricky Hustle guy.
3: Wow. He's a, yeah, a lot of people trying to get the rub off of you, aren't they?
9: Oh, everybody's trying to get the
8: rub or off. Or do some people just really disagree with Disco's kind of uh, take on himself, so to speak, yeah, or the value of his opinion. He just on you again. No, like, it's, old, it's a, hy- it's old, a hypothetical. Give me that interview, D.I., but you would know I'm very hypothetical. You hey, did, you guys, uh, did you guys watch Raw last night? I did. Yeah. What'd you think? Uh, it did, was did, just...
9: I, I watched a clip on the, the WWE.com clip of the... Uh, of the Jericho uh, pro. I thought the Jericho pro was great. Oh, the, the that audience. was
8: great. That was fans, like probably the best part of the show.
9: Was the fan-chanting asshole at like
8: Kevin Owens? Somebody told me that. Is that true? Mm, that that I'm not sure. There was a few chants I couldn't identify on the show. I heard he
9: was getting the asshole chants, which I thought was, uh, for that Brooklyn crowd, I, I was, I'm surprised. Because they, they kind of like troll the show a little bit, you know?
8: But yeah, Jericho was so over, I think he just suspended everyone's disbelief, like you know did you see his thing last night conan
3: yeah bro that was incredible and, and 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 the best part is that you know they took like some real i mean you know maybe the the tweet could have been doctored which it probably wasn't because i remember when i did the chris jericho um interview um it took place here in much like yourself he likes to do everything in person and so he uh We did an interview, and that night he was wrestling uh, Kevin Owens, but this is before Kevin Owens blew up. You know, I'm talking about maybe three years ago, maybe something like three or four. 2014, yeah. And so he was like, um, he was like, uh, I remember asking him, I go, Bro, how how does it feel to, uh, you know, to wrestle for Kevin Owens, who's Canadian? Did he grow up like um, watching you? And he goes, Oh, yeah, man, he's a real big fan, and, you know, I want to help him. And this is before Kevin was, was you know, nobody. So um, it's really cool that they were actually able to take an actual picture of him wearing a Jericho shirt. You yep. know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. they had that tweet between mm-hmm. them, you know, the which probably message. did happen. Yeah, the text message, you know. I, I like that. I, I like when you mix reality with, with you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was, yeah, that always gets me more, more engaged.
8: Yeah, it comes off as totally believable. they're you know, not only did Jericho's promo steal the show last night, I, I went on the record as saying that him and him and Owens will probably steal the show at Mania. They'll that'll probably be match of the night. Uh, who, let me ask you a question: Who's Dolph Ziggler
3: wrestling in WrestleMania?
8: I don't know that he has an opponent.
3: I bro, I cannot believe they didn't find a place for wee woo wee woo. Uh, they don't even. In, they're, everybody's
9: they're, on the show. They, they got to be in something.
3: Come, I haven't seen him announced. Right, they they have like they they'll do whether yeah, it's they'll do ad- that pre show thing where everybody that isn't on the show they'll you know just what? stick them in right a battle now. royal or something.
9: I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet BG James right now, okay? Boom. Yeah, at at BG James. Uh, whoops, I gotta put the at. I'm gonna tell what what is what are Breezango Angle doing for WrestleMania?
3: <laughs>
8: right. Yeah. Yeah, because we want to know.
3: Right. Yeah, right? we need
8: to. The fans need to know. Man, they have it's, lightning yeah. in a bottle, a license to print money.
9: Uh, what's his Twitter name, by the way? Is it Brian? Oh. Is that at Road Dog WWE? Yeah. Is it?
3: Let me see, hold so- on.
9: Or at WWE Road Dog? Oh, here it is. Yeah, WWE Road Dog. Okay. What is, what is Brizango? <laughs> How do you spell Brizango? Is it B
3: R E E Z E? What is Breeze? There's no. like one guy's called M-Good mm or some shit like that, and the other. <laughs> there's at, no. At WrestleMania. Yeah. At there's Res- no. Idea. At WrestleMania 33.
9: 33. Conan and I want to know.
8: <laughs> I want to know too.
9: Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna put you on the tip. T- <laughs> though. Okay. <laughs> because you haven't been uh, as uh been supportive of Breeze angles as me and Conan have.
8: No. Nah. I've sent a few tweets out and stuff, but, yeah, I agree. You guys are the leaders of the movement.
9: Definitely. Here we are. Okay, there it is. It's out there. Let's cool. see the answers. Let's see the answers by the end of the show.
8: Yeah.
9: All
8: right. So, hey, Disco, I was looking at my Twitter the other day. Sometimes I don't, I don't get all my notifications, and I saw a notification that I was tagged in a in a tweet from Cyrus, and it, mm-hmm. it, it, it seems like it's a tweet to you, but he addresses me in it. And um, he says, "Kevin and Glenn, I'll see you two punks in L.A. Prepare yeah. to be stossled." Yeah. Do you know what that means, Conan? I... To be stossled? Of course.
3: What does that mean? Yeah, the guy stossled on the fucking in the twenty whatever the show is that got slapped by Schultz.
8: Oh, Got that super guy! Super slack. Got like the hearing oh, so slapped he out of his slap. ear.
3: First, first of all, what? Why? Remember, why, bro? Do you remember? Do you remember when the guy asked David Schultz if it was fake, and he just slapped the shit out of him? Yes, I remember that, John. That's, Strat- that, Strat- that's,
9: Strat-
3: that's right. it. That's it.
9: Yeah. Okay. My question to you is: Okay, is that why? Am what do you mean? See you in L.A. why, why am I going to L.A.?
8: Uh, I think it's a reference to that big New Japan uh, event that uh, they're throwing.
9: Why would I go to uh, – so he thinks I'm going to go – he thinks I'm going to drive all the way to L.A. to go watch a New Japan wrestling show. I don't even know who the guys are.
8: <laughs> Kenny Omega. Or maybe I'm, not, I'm, I'm, not,
9: I'm not driving four and a half, sorry. I'm not driving What four about – why don't you
8: show away. up to d- to defend your honor? You know what I mean? Like w- are you going to let him slap you around basically?
9: I'll tell you what. If, Kev- if if Cyrus wants to do this, why doesn't he book me against see if he's, he's got some stroke and if he's top talent, why <laughs> doesn't he book me, on that, book me on that show against him? Wow! About that, I'll call Did him a slap that match. match? Yeah, no, just a a, a mat whatever, you know. Well,
3: what are you gonna do if he steps to you, KG?
9: Yeah, what if he tries I'm, to step I'm, you?
8: He's like a professional fighter, and he's also he's like... Not.
9: An... No, he's not. Have you seen what he looks like? The guy's balding. Okay, and uh, so are a lot show, of athletes. He wears he wears he's he's him and a uh, and even Kevin Kelly on that show. They both wore cheap clothes. They have cheap suits. <laughs> on. Okay, <laughs> on that when when they're doing the broadcast and they just uh you know particularly Cyrus looks very unprofessional, like he doesn't look like a feast for the eyes. You know, like 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 the announcers on WWE like like those guys are like pretty boys, you know. Like like you know, so he's like the antithesis. He's like the uh, and like bro. Is honestly, Cyrus like
8: is Cyrus the Corey Graves of New Japan basically? Is that what no, you're saying? No, no,
9: no, no, no. He's like the uh, he's it, it's like New Japan. His did this broadcasting radio, not <laughs> not like not like live. Wow. You know, yeah, they shouldn't be seen on
8: camera. But see, what happens is this is this says things that are attributed to me. This goes goes back to a, a gentleman named Frank uh, or Jed Frankfurther on uh, Twitter. He tweeted that uh, K- KG and Disco teamed up to battle the cocksuckers Lance Storm and Cyrus. And then I said, "Damn, dropping the CS bomb on Lance Storm and Cyrus is it very disrespectful? On point." And that that's what uh Cyrus, to oh. respond that prepare to be stossled. So, just I want to clarify: I didn't say I would never call Landstorm or or
3: uh, Cyrus cocksuckers. I don't well, you What you're doing view. is you're
9: backing down from a fight. Bro, you,
3: you did kind of bury them, and now you're like, like, you're oh, backing no, down I'm from saying, all I'm
8: saying you're, is, you're, I, I said, but if I you, never call. I wouldn't call them a cocksucker. To me, that's going too well, far. That's like
3: saying, well, are you, are you a hoe or not? I mean, he called you. He said you were a disgusting person. And just as well. Yeah. Yeah, he called.
9: He actually was bald. He had choice words. You're not going to like. You're not going to. Re- I did fire s- back. Well, now you're now you're basically recanting the fact that you fired no, no, back. No,
8: I, I never called him and Lance. I, I, I don't go around calling pro wrestlers cocksuckers. That's not
9: both something of those like guys, that. But that both statement of those guys you made. Are balding. Uh, okay, both that of those sta- guys are balding. Okay, I'm not. Okay. Listen so I've to got this. that on
3: both of them. Okay, wait, wait. wait. Glenn, listen to this. Uh, say the message again that you tweeted them the one I did yep okay one second
8: dropping the cs bomb on landstorm and Cyrus over huge very disrespectful or on point
3: okay maybe that isn't like a sucker punch but you basically pushed a guy you know what I'm saying that's kind of like um it was a uh, slap you yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, you're you, you're not coming out and saying it, but come on. Well, first
9: of all, if he wants to drive to Vegas, right, he can try to stossle me. I'm Wednesday Wednesday nights. he can catch me at FHW, uh, the training center. They're on Patrick Lane, uh, off of uh,
3: Eastern Avenue. Would you give him a good old Marietta booty kicking or no?
9: Good old fashioned Brooklyn,
3: New York tushing kicking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. So that's what you got. OK, this is just so you know, I'm I'm. Th- is this OK with you, D.I.? I'm going to ask Lord Cyrus. But is it OK if we bring on Scott D'Amour in the in the in the future so he can finally put to rest who came up with this concept uh, for impact? Absolutely. All right.
8: And by uh, the way, just go mark your calendar because it's July 1st and 2nd that New Japan are coming to Southern California. In Long well, Beach.
9: Then, well, then tell it.
8: <laughs> I mean, I'm not. Planning Long Beach is a little there. further for you to drive. I, we'll get booked They're or drive. In... I think. I think you should stand up for the show. Are you going to be at that show? I, I plan to go until I I read of uh, I read of Cyrus's attack plans.
9: You can just go in the stands. He's not going to come to the stands and slap you. <laughs> <laughs> who
8: That's knows who what, what going... that guy's capable of? Plus, he seems to have some sort of uh, exotic sickness or a, a fucking bug or something. Yeah. He's what? always sick.
9: Yeah. Yeah. He is always, he is sick a lot, you know. Can't handle the travel.
8: Right. <laughs> See, I'm a road warrior. I could step right into that role. Oh, so now you want to
9: be the announcer for New Japan Pro Wrestling.
8: <laughs> Bro. Well, I mean if he's gonna be worried about attacking retired pro wrestlers or whatever, maybe they need someone who's gonna have their going to tweet eyes out. on the prize.
9: I'm gonna tweet this out. Hey at New Japan Pro Wrestling. Do if it. If you don't want a sickly commentator, use 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 your boy KG. <laughs>
8: Do it, man. I'll retweet your pro wrestling tweet tease link and Conan will hate it.
9: Should at yeah. OG Kevin Gill. Should add OG Kevin Gill. Replace at Cyber Silver Huge for New Japan commentary.
8: That's huge. For Interactive.
9: How do you, what is it? New at NJPW. Uh,
8: I, they have two. Uh, hold on one sec
9: here we go new japan globe i'm doing this one yeah do that one as an answer and i'm but i think so i say i'm this way i say yes <clears throat> i say yes i am i'm hashtagging yes there we go
8: now i saw that uh lance storm had put out a survey the other week about was disco a dweeb and yeah, uh, he, he put that out to the Twitterverse, and he seemed because uh, you know it's probably biased reporting and fake news, but uh, it came back overwhelmingly uh, in favor of Disco being a dweeb. I suggested Disco doing a a, a poll to ask whether Lance and, and Cyrus are cocksuckers or not.
3: Well, I already know that, so because I, I, <laughs> I said that. So let's let's get to that Disco list. Okay, let's do it. Uh. You're
9: gonna beep that out, right? Yes. On the list.
3: Um. Uh. Lord Cyrus.
9: Definitely on the list.
3: Kevin Kleinrock. Uh, he's on the list. Chris Jericho. He's
9: on the list for doing that. Triple. I uh, Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like if it was a yeah. soccer game. Yeah, that There's got on North my nerves North. too. Dude, right. right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, Chris Jericho.
9: He's on the list. Mad <laughs> Storm. Uh, he's deaf. He's on the list.
3: Vince Russo.
9: Uh, he's on the
8: list. Okay, His
9: this show is. Was, the, I, I did. The, I I was off their show this past week. Right. And I and um and it was terrible. Which is the show quality Lane.
8: was way down. I even
3: I saw tweets about that. It
9: was horrible. It was like they just sit there buried wrestling. It's a typical show, you know. Like and
3: uh, it, is it still him and Jeff
9: Lane. Yeah, yeah, him and Jeff. Yeah, it was terrible.
3: Right. Jeff Lane. Uh, he's not on the list. Okay, this is a trio: Matt, Maxell, and the unborn Hardy.
9: They're all on the list. Reeb and Reby, Reby Hardy. Reby. She's on the list too because. Yeah. Yeah. But Ruby she,
3: Hardy, she is, started uh, it with the shirt,
9: She tweeted out that, uh, that at WrestleMania, she has, uh, Maxwell Hardy's first haircut booked. Oh, okay. I've, so yeah. I, I retweeted with the quote to Matt. I'm like, Hey, do, do you want to smarten your girl up that your hair versus hair matches are worth a lot of money? Right. You know, like we, he could have booked a hair versus hair with me versus Maxwell. That is true. That you is know? true. Scott like uh, He's on the list. The Briz Cliz. Oh, <laughs> are you kidding? Of course they're on the list. Triple A. They're on the list. Shark Boy. He's definitely on the list. I was great last week, you know. having Josh Matthews on here, yeah. burying Shark Boy was one of the one of the I, I thought it was one of the more crowning moments of the show.
3: You know, should so have put Shark
9: Boy in his place.
3: How about Ed Heavy?
9: He's on the list, that idiot.
3: Mexican wrestling.
9: Uh,
8: they're on the list. <laughs> Women's wrestling.
9: Uh, that's on the that, that's on the list too.
3: Jeff Jarrett. He's on the list for his disrespect for sports up. Right. We gotta
8: get him
9: on here again because uh, yeah. the basketball players are coming up soon.
3: Yeah. Ryan Satin.
9: Oh he's Ryan Satan's always on the list.
3: Uh, Consejo Mundial de Lucha Libre. Uh, they're on the list. Shane Helms. Uh, he's on the list. <laughs> Ricky Hustle. He's on the list. Okay. Anybody that I missed that you want to add on the list?
9: Hey, code KG is on the list. What? <laughs> Tremendous. Hey, he's back on the
3: list. I had a
8: really good week being off the list, man. That is awesome. Yeah, but he back,
9: he's backing down to Cyrus now. And yeah.
8: Everything. yeah, I just yeah. said you know, that I I didn't I never terrible. called him that word. He had
9: some very poorly timed and terrible jokes this week too.
8: <laughs> he did got you right back allegedly back. <laughs> more than
3: usual. <laughs> uh All right, well, we started so late
8: uh, today, so my schedule's off.
3: What's the excuse for the other times? Okay, Disco, where <laughs> can we find you?
9: Uh, you can me at the Disco on Twitter and uh, at Disco Master GG on Instagram where I got a new haircut. I uh, will post it. I haven't had a haircut in a while, so I mean, it was almost like two Have months Have you been putting
3: hair. up any more pictures of the girls from Sapphires? We're going to. We're going to. Okay. Well, since so uh, so you're going to take pictures, videotape some stuff and put it on Patreon. Boom. Uh,
9: okay. Also, um, <laughs> you can catch me at Sapphire Gentlemen's Club uh, where if you dial 702 uh, 303 we'll send you a free ride. And a um, no cover charge, get your free drink. Guess who came by the club this past weekend?
3: Last week, Ooh.
9: Zach Ryder and Dolph Ziggler. Really? Yeah, I got. I didn't see the pictures I posted.
3: I did see the picture, but I didn't. I didn't remember that. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I did see the picture.
9: I gave them. Um. Uh, I gave them a handshake. Um, I took a picture with them. Right. And I gave them. And I gave them one to three minutes of conversation, and they were good. And I extended the conversation.
8: Did, did they start with the compliments?
9: No, not really. They just uh, they they said, "Hey, we gotta we gotta take a picture so we can send
3: it to Kidman." I guess they like to pick up <laughs> Kidman a lot.
17: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah.
3: So, so we did that. Um. Uh. All right. So what? What are the? What is the formality? Because there's actually a formality if you're gonna go to Sapphire and ask to meet Glenn, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, if when you come up to him, he he wants a compliment, compliment question in that order, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh. He will shake your hand. He will engage in conversation from one to three minutes if you're putting him over during that time. And uh, if you put him over enough, he'll stretch it to five. Don't push it after five. Yeah,
9: don't uh, push
3: it. Yeah. Hugs from really good-looking girls and maybe uh, transgender depending what what mood he's in, right? Uh, no, no. No? Okay. No. Um Also... Uh, Depend. Well, I think this. This. Yeah. What are we in now? March. Saying. You know what? It's March. Cavassier and the David Meltzer special gin and juice handjob, or the Dulce the Leche Sherbert handjob, uh, just for March. And, That's very uh, And oh, and I forgot the other thing. And uh, if you give him a twenty dollars handshake, you get a signed autograph. Boom. Yes. Twenty dollars handshake gets you the autograph for sure. All right. So follow that. You'll be good. And if you get out of hand. If you get boisterous, if you extend the five minutes, tell them what's the cue for them to get kicked out of the club. When you hear what?
9: Oh, uh, I okay, one guy from the front door to back reception. Hey, uh, we got. By the way, by the way, we posted the, uh, the the Kevin Gill tweet of whether or not Kevin Gill should should uh, replace Cyrus on commentary. Right. Okay, uh, we have some some replies. You want to hear some? One guy uh, at Romeo Blues uh, retweeted, "Yes, yes, he was great when he did did it for Wrestle Circus."
6: Right. Wow. Uh,
9: okay, and uh, also um, at Joseph at 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 JF J Feeney Joseph Feeney <laughs> replied, "KG is the next Paul Heyman on commentary. His Brandon Fanbase." Wait a minute, that's Alien the Proof.
8: producer of the show. <laughs> Did he really send a tweet? That's awesome, man!
3: <laughs> what an ass kisser.
9: Next, uh, John uh, John McScruff uh, tweeted, "That sounds like an absolute god awful idea." How many f- <laughs> How many <laughs> fans got to pay for his trans? <laughs> um, and Ronald Bryan tweeted, "A million better replacements than that." So wow. he to
8: mix, it's a mix bag, and, and none me. of them are Ronald Bryan,
3: <laughs> right? <laughs> Ronald Bryan. So what what do you got uh, going on, KG?
8: Wow, well one I was just marking out two.
3: Huh?
8: I was just marking out two that uh, it sounds like off. the Hardys got uh, issued WWE contracts according to Ryan Satan.
9: Oh
3: really? Yeah. Interesting. Where do you so. think they pop up WrestleMania? For sure. Yeah. That, that would be that smart, place but I wonder. absolutely go nuts if they show up in WrestleMania or the Raw afterwards. I wonder if there's any uh, legality or impact. Hmm, interesting. Well, they got there with Matt and Jeff Hardy, so those are their names, right? Right, so right, the right. Broken character we're talking about, right? Right, right. Bro, to tell you the truth, they don't even need it. You know they're the right. Matt, they're Matt and Jeff Hardy, that yeah. was a great a great run they had with Impact and a great character they can look back at, but they can do that or anything else because they're that talented.
8: It's yeah. true. And uh, as for me, your boy KG, uh, I invite you to check out that Wrestle Circus uh, Internet Pay Per View at WrestleCircus.com that Disco was talking about. And uh, th- every week there's a new Kevin Gill show on iTunes and Audio Boom. Uh, this week we got. A star of Impact Wrestling, Mr. Ethan Carter the EC three, dropping knowledge on a topic I think disco can relate to is how uh wrestlers today having good matches and uh that he wants to bring back the era where the audience really reacts to the wrestlers.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. When is Disco's coming out?
8: Um, disco's I'm trying to let the hype of just letting the hype simmer, but uh possibly maybe next week. What do you oh, guys think?
9: Whatever. I mean, just as long as it's not on the Jericho Network because I've been banned.
8: True. I'm sure we no. could work something out if the Jericho Network was interested in uh, in airing
3: it. Right. But I digress. Bro, he's then, always pushing for the Jericho Network <laughs> to hire him, too. You're, you are awesome. Podcast one. Podcast, Podcast one. Podcast
9: one. Yeah.
8: Yeah, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whatever. Just putting it out there. It's a good show. A lot of diverse content. But – uh this uh, weekend I'll be back on pay per view on Fight TV. Call on the All Pro Wrestling Legends Are Born show from San Francisco that features MVP and uh, who else is on that? Jody Christopherson, a bunch of people, Jacob Fatu. That's going to be a great one. Then uh, come down to WrestleCon, man. I'll be hosting a bunch of live podcasts on stage as part of the podcast movement. Uh, Friday, two p.m. Catch me with Matt Stryker and Vampiro. And there's uh, rumors of a uh, Johnny Mundo uh, live KG interview being scheduled as we speak. Check out WrestleCon.com for more info on that. April 15th on uh, Flow Slam, Pro Wrestling Revolution. I'll be on commentary for the juicy one, Juventut Guerrera, plus Octagon, Atlantis, and so many more. And then I'll be back at Wrestle Circus and on and on. Grab KG t-shirts at Pro Wrestling Tees or check out my own store at DignifiedBastard.com. And on Twitter, um, at OG Kevin Gill, and at Kevin Gill Show on Facebook, all that stuff. And uh, take me off the disco
3: list.
9: Okay. Uh, one more tweet. Uh, a cardboard cutout of KG would be an improvement over Cyrus. That's from James B. Hoover.
3: Wow. So wow. He's, he's got like a 60-40 thing going, right? Wait a second. There's another tweet.
9: Laugh out loud, no. Let's not get crazy now.
3: <laughs>
9: it's <laughs> 50, like 50-50. It's back yeah. to 50-50, yeah. Right.
3: So, all right. uh, if you guys, all those, um, you know, show your force, all these KG fans that are are, are out there and support him, and then uh, and don't be afraid to bury him either, just for our entertainment, so we can read it next week on the show. Uh, all right, man, this is me keeping it one hundred. Conan Di and KG, we're out of here. Boom.
9: Are you ready for work?
8: All
3: yeah, right. When do
8: you think those earplugs are gonna arrive? I don't know. <clears throat> <clears throat> very rare after the show kazoo download new episodes of keeping it 100 with Conan every Thursday on podcast one.com rate review and subscribe on itunes peep out the patreon click that killer deals button sign up for the mailing list check out joe feeney on the creative control podcast on itunes and stitcher and peace out we'll see you next week
15: Jumping out the sky, Rey Mysterio. Here,
8: Here we come go. up the top We come oh, for you, Rey. Rey Mysterio Jr.
10: Yeah. Daga, Young Bucks. Oh my God, we're coming to Mexico. No one ever when, thought we would come to Mexico. March twenty-fifth, Tijuana. Daga, oh. Rey Mysterio. Oh my God, I the hope you're ready. Promotions. I hope you're ready. Hey, hey Conan, I hope you're
15: ready. Oh, I know he's ready. <laughs> That's why he booked us. That's why he paid us what he paid us. We'll see you on March 25th. Tijuana, Mexico. Super kick. Hey, I'm blacking
8: out. I'm blacking out, Nick. I'm blacking out.
2: President Trump denies it. I'm Rita Foley with an AP News Minute. President Trump denies on Twitter using vulgar language when questioning why the U.S. would accept more immigrants from Haiti and African nations. 17 dead, 43 missing in Southern California after Tuesday's heavy rain and devastating mudslides. Santa Barbara County Sheriff Bill Brown is asking people to evacuate some areas so search and rescue crews can do their jobs.
19: It is seriously impacting the ability of search and rescue,
5: public works, other first responders and repair crews to clear roadways and to engage in search and rescue repair and damage assessment operations
2: missouri governor and former navy seal eric wrighton's is now under investigation after acknowledging an extramarital affair but denying anything more including accusations that he tried to blackmail the woman into keeping quiet i'm rita foley
0: amazon is hiring near you earn a competitive wage and start as soon as seven days no resume or experience required Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites. Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Go to amazon.com slash apply. That's amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.